from downtown, this is Tim Kitzer from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we have David Hutchison here to talk to us about our Beats of the Week 2020. Maybe I shouldn't have tried to fix that with a YouTube video. It's not the number of games you beat, it's how hard you beat them. anything with a youtube video hey everyone welcome to nintendo main podcast episode 252 your place for nintendo news for nintendo fans like yourselves which is us and we are your hosts i'm trey overloaded johnson i'm jeremy new year new farm mikowski i'm john participation trophy knitter <laughs> don't knock your points yet man you got some <laughs> and, and we have special guests this week I'm David, fan who rolled credits on the COVID calamity of 2020, and one more thing, Hutchison the <laughs> Third. Hello. <All> right. <laughs> I know that's a mouthful. Sorry. Made it through 2020. Yeah. I have a feeling your score is pretty high in this uh, contest. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I just came up with this idea because I wanted to, like, you know, go through the list of all the stuff that we beat from last year, because we were doing like the beat of the week and all that, which I want to still continue to do. I'm not going to stop yeah. doing it just because we're in 2021 now. I still want to try to get credits on a bunch of stuff. So oh, no, that's a great I idea to do it every year. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't want to stop it. So because it's been fun for me, and it's good to try to beat games and stuff like that. So I'm still planning on continuing to post that stuff and all that. So, but yeah, I was like, I was like, well, we should. I wanted to read all the stuff that that you did, you know, because you participated with us, David. And uh, I was like, well. Well, I was like, well, I should, you should just come on here and talk talk about it. You know, it'd be mm-hmm. weird for us to just go through your list of games and you're not actually here to talk about, like, what you, you know, what you liked and what you didn't like and all that stuff. So that's the idea of this episode. But, of course, we're going to yeah. start it off like we normally do and uh, talk about our stuff that we bought for the week. I don't really have that much to say about the shit that happened today in the, I don't know, politics-wise. It's It's stupid, but. We kind of talked about it a little bit before, but you know, it's just, uh, it sucks. So it's yeah, we're recording this on the day that the, the Capitol was stormed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, aside from just like white privilege bullshit, like a lot, like a lot of it is, it's just I don't necessarily want to talk about it. I'd rather just talk about games and such. So unless you guys need, unless you guys wanted to add something on that, I just might want to mention that um, for last year, which was 2020, it was important to me that you guys realized how much. For those of us that were still considered quote unquote essential or whatever, that it was nice to be able to have you in my ear religiously every week, being able to give me something else to focus on. Oh, yeah. Thank well, you. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. That goes right back to you. Like it got us through to know that there were people who were listening because, you mm-hmm. know, for the longest time, we just put out episodes after episodes and didn't hear too much from people. But like to hear that we have people listening every week and, like that's just that's that's so meaningful to us. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's an honor to even be here. Yeah, no, we 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 love having you on the show, and uh, 
Yeah, we've talked and we've talked back and forth, and this is the first time that we've actually like seen each other, you know, like real time and all that. Aside from like, yeah, you know, nice to meet you, by the way. Twitter, yeah. Twitter, uh, it's a message and all that, and uh, yeah, I mean, you're a fan of ours, so uh, yeah, I'm glad that we were able to help you out in our extra long uh, video game babble. Didn't didn't annoy you too much for your <laughs> for your uh, whatever, you know. No, I'm not going to lie. I listen to some other podcasts as well, but you guys actually play through the stuff and have more meaningful discussions than anything else that I've ever listened to. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Wow. That was, uh, yeah, though, I mean, that was the main reason that I wanted to start the podcast aside from just like Mm -hmm. being a, just being like an audiophile and stuff like that. I just wanted to, I was like, I record audio. I can do this. So it was just kind of one of those things that liking podcasts and wanting to make them my own. But I also like, that was a big thing that bothered me about IGN is I felt like, not to say that like they don't play games or whatever, but but a lot of times they're like completely wrong about stuff, and mm-hmm. they just don't. They're more interested in making jokes than actually talking about stuff that actually works within within the game and all that. And I was like, that's why I like to listening to like Acts of the Blood God because they seem like they more knew what they want, knew what they were doing. But it's like, yeah. So sometimes I feel like it's more about a comedy thing than actually like speaking about the game. Well, and you've still know. been producing stuff through all of this holiday time, yeah. and uh, also. Your thoughts on Acts of the Blood God had me listening to it while I was walking around. Well, not a whole lot of other stuff was out there except for all the stuff that you were putting out. Oh, sure. So thank you for that. Yeah, we always uh, – I think this is Jeremy's idea originally was to still do a Christmas episode even though – because I would normally be gone somewhere. I'd be at like my, my wife's grandma's house or like my mother's house where there's like no internet. Or there's not internet strong enough for us to actually record anything, so – we would always just like take that week off, but we would record like extra episodes. And so I could still like edit it while I was away and still put it up. And I, I was hoping it would give us like, maybe, I don't know, like somewhat of an edge over the other podcasts. I was like, we're still doing shit, you know, like whatever, whatever. We're here for be, those but... cutting edge. Christmas <laughs> break but I mean, you know, it's like, Hey, Hey, uh, you know, we, we talk about Nintendo. You can listen to us when everybody else is taking breaks, you know, we don't need breaks, but yeah, no, no, I appreciate it for sure. And I've been, uh, as I was saying with my uh, name earlier, I've, I've felt a little overloaded just because, and this is my own fault, of course, just like stuff I wanted to, extra stuff I wanted to do for the year. Like I just, just finished editing my top 10 favorite games of 2020 video for YouTube. So youtube.com slash Nintendo main podcast, you can find it there. Ended up taking a lot longer than I thought because video ed- editing is much more difficult than audio editing. It for always me, takes longer at than least. you think. Yeah. Well, it's just a. I thought I could crank it out in a night, and I only got like halfway through it, and it took me like six hours. And I'm like, okay, this is gonna wow. take a while. Just from like ten to six was like the the la- the number ten to number six was. Did you have all your uh, files separated like like ahead of time, or it was easy to access them, or did you have to capture new stuff? Uh, I did capture some stuff just to add it, and everything that I use, and I always try to do this. I always, everything I use for the footage for the for the best of videos is all stuff that I played myself, so it's not mm-hmm. it's not anything I pulled from YouTube. It's all it's all my own captures. So, and my face is in there because a lot of them are I've been capturing them through Twitch, so it has like my you know my camera mm-hmm. on there in the corner. So I did that last year too for some of the Witcher footage, but whatever. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a and and I just noticed uh, it's a cool thing you can do in the capture. I don't know when they probably added an update, but you can actually filter your games. By uh, you can actually look at like what you captured for each game now on the Switch, and that really helped. So I was able to just like look at all the videos that I made for for Xenoblade Chronicles and like all the videos I made for Animal Crossing. And I have to admit, I, I got a little te- teary eyed looking through all the Animal Crossing stuff because I watched like every uh-huh. video, and there was like a hundred. I had a hundred and seventeen things on there. I don't know how many of them were just pictures, 
and which were videos. I tried to put almost all of the videos that I had on that video. So there's there's maybe a couple that I took out just because they were kind of repeats of the other videos that were on there. But most the, I put most of my captures in that in that video, and I ended it with a New Year's thing that we did in Jess's town, you know, with the celebration and all that. So it was pretty cool. But like I felt, you were going through your diary and reflecting on how you've changed over the last year in Animal Crossing. Yeah, no, it, it was it made me feel a little bit like, uh, yeah, a little bit like, oh yeah, I remember that guy. He's not there anymore. But you know, like all the villagers that are gone for your town or whoever. And did you feel more emotional when you watched the? You watched it after you edited it with the music in the background, and it was and more. It was more musings. just like I think it was more just like looking through all the videos that I had yeah. of what was in there. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. And, are you uh, still yeah. glad you kicked Pashmina out? I don't know. I didn't know she sang along <laughs> the, ra- the radio. Yeah, I found that video of her singing, and it was super adorable. And I that was like my little my little tribute to Pashmina, I guess, that I stuck, <laughs> stuck in the video. Because yeah, I did I did kick her out. I, it's fine. It was mostly because you know the original villagers that you get they they can't have cool houses. Their houses are dumb. You have to get them later, and then they'll get better houses. Because her house is kind of stupid. I don't know. It's a dumb thing. But mm-hmm. just just told me that she's a, she's the Animal Crossing expert of the family. Let me know. All this well, it makes sense because they don't want you to see too many DIYs in advance. Yeah. So if you want to see, because the house that I had is not actually Pashmina's house. That's like a generic house that you get for the first three villagers that are in your town from the very beginning. So Pashmina's house is actually cooler and way different. So I would just have to bring her. I would have to bring her back in later, and then her house would look different. So it's. Uh, Animal Crossing stuff, but yeah, that was it. It was that. It was that mixed with other. And I still uh, for all the patron, all the patrons. We already recorded our expansion pack. It'll be out by the end of the week. I promise. It's a. Uh, I just haven't. We just had a, had a lot of stuff to edit, so I just haven't got to it yet. But I'm I'm gonna finish it Friday night, so it'll be up like early Saturday for everyone. I thought it was a pretty fun episode. Who's waiting? Who's waiting for? It. That's why it hasn't come out yet. Just because I wanted to do the best of video, and I wanted to do a best of music episode also. So that's what's. So it'll be the music episode, and then this, and then this show, and then 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 the expansion pack. So you have that to look forward to as well. But Hutch, what what games have you what games have you been playing? I've been rattling on about what I've been doing, but normally we have the guests go first. So talk about your your stuff that you've been playing, man. No, that's okay. I got suckered in by all those uh, low low prices for the eShop there, and I ended oh, yeah. up buying a couple of things. Most of which I just started up to make sure that they would fire up in the first place, not having any issues or anything like that, and plan to play them later. But uh, Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 3. Oh, nice. Uh, Zenith, uh, which kind of seems like a quirky indie one. Got a lot of uh, weird jokes and stuff like that that are kind of uh, pop culture but still an RPG. Um, Final Fantasy 7, 10, and 10 2. I have to admit, I've never beat any of those and wanted the opportunity to finally do that, especially since Final Fantasy VII apparently has those things to help with the battles go a lot faster mm-hmm. instead of taking forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, Book of Demons, which was just basically free with points. Okay. Um, that one I don't like too much because it already seems like it's making my controllers act like they've got Joy-Con drift when they don't actually have it. Oh, the no. Characters oh, weird. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Just for that one game. Yeah. Just for that one. Well, actually uh, I had that happen to me in uh room factory four as well, mm. even though there's nothing wrong with the controllers. I had that happen in animal crossing and I had to go back into the settings and recalibrate the stick. Oh, okay. it, it, it was weird. It was just for animal crossing. They even acknowledged it, that it was an issue. Wow. I, then they, they, I think they patched it in an update soon after the launch, but 
yeah, I would get, I would suggest that go into the settings and recalibrate your stick. Okay, I'll look into that. Thanks. My uh, mm-hmm. one of the the last the eight bit Do Pro controller, the last one that I had, the one where the button broke. Um, I was having an issue with Animal Crossing where if I looked up at the sky, it would just kind of like the it would tilt down, like it wouldn't stay up, you know. And then it so so maybe it was just kind of moving down on the right stick, but I never really noticed it in anything else. And it wasn't enough that it bothered me, you know. Just like if I was looking at stars. I'd be able to look at stars for maybe like a minute and then it would come back down and then I had to put, put it up again. I thought it was like an auto, you know, like an auto uh, reset or something, but I, I think it was the controller, but that was yeah. the only problem I had with, with analogs for, for animal crossing. Oh no, I've already had to do the whole shipping in the joy cons and getting the back thing. And they accidentally sent them up to my old place in Ohio instead of putting it here. Mm-hmm. Did they, so that's did they I get, got the notification saying, yeah. hey, your package has been delivered, and I went outside, looked <laughs> on the porch, nothing there, and it just happens to be 500 miles away from me. Oh, oh no, yeah. Well, Thanks. I mean, yeah, and you guys the, are probably, you know, super overloaded as well, like with packages and whatnot, and it's hard to... Yeah, that's for certain. Yeah. <laughs> you can't pull some kind of mail favor, like, hey, have somebody, like, pick that up for me, go by the house, you know, mm. whatever. Take people's packages off their porch. No, unfortunately, it doesn't really work like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wish in a perfect world. Maybe if you knew your old neighbors or something. Well, I mean, before the COVID time, I mean, we used to, whenever we couldn't find a package, we would go and talk to our neighbors. And there's like a neighbor, like across, like a diagonal across the street from us where they see everything. Like, if you want to know what happened, like you go talk to them. Like they just, they just like sit, they just sit at home and just watch outside the window or something, but. It was weird. They're like an old, an older family that's lived here for like years, for like thirty years or something, and in this, in this, on the street. And I went over one time. Uh, Jess lost a package, and I went around asking people. And one, and this one guy like just appeared like on the second floor out the balcony, and he was like, "Oh yeah, no, I saw it." He's like, "I think somebody took it." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> it's just, it seems like they just sit around and watch stuff. And there is actually a newer building across the street from us that has a camera. But there was a, uh, there was a big car parked in front of our place, so like a van thing, so you couldn't see you couldn't see who took the package or whatever. But yeah, if it was it because we had we had an issue with the with the missing package as well, and I would have gone and asked people about it, but not right now. I'm not really. We're trying to keep our circle of people really tight here. I only see Jess and and Conan, my you know the other roommate, and that's it. That's the only two people I've seen for months. So. You know, I mean, I, I know it's the same. I'm, I've got a thousand stops on my route that yeah. I'm visiting every single day. Yeah, so. yeah. But you don't have. I mean, you don't necessarily have to see the people. Like you're just putting it in the mailbox, or do you? Um, you know? A couple of spots are apartment places, and the people kind of line up because they're wanting their stimulus checks and they're wanting their packages and stuff like that. Oh, that yeah. they want oh, okay. And yeah, I mean, not that we're like hugging it out or anything like that. I'm having them <laughs> keep their distance and all that jazz, but yeah. still, yeah. Since we're on the subject, can we maybe take a moment to tell people, you know, from from an experienced male person's mouth, what can we do to be better to our male people during this time? Patient, because a lot of it is backed up and there's not much we can do about it. Because not of our own volition, but forces higher than us, some that were just recently put there by people that shouldn't really get to select who gets to go there. I'll try and leave that as vague as possible. But they implemented things to kind of slit our wrists on being able to be. I mean, everybody likes to throw out snail mail, but that's a joke. I always say use the mail instead of email, but I need that for my livelihood. Yeah. But 
beyond that, I mean, when you're shutting down machines and you're prioritizing packages over getting people their checks and everything else, then, and you're taking out the collection boxes that where people can't even mail stuff out and making it more difficult for people to even transmit, whether it's a vote or a birthday card or uh, a Christmas card, you know, you mean Uh, like the blue boxes? Yeah. Yeah, they were they were physically unbolting them from the street and yeah, tearing them off. I remember that. That was I was like, what the I was like, what is happening here? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, this is ridiculous. Declaring war against the post office, even it's like, what? Why do you shut down the machines that are processing the mail inside the building and then just unplug it and drag it over to the other side of the building? I mean, can you blame us for taking the same? machinery and plugging it back in and saying no we're going to use it because it's it's ridiculous to just have it yeah yeah Yeah. i sent trey a couple of pictures just so that he could see what we were dealing with on a daily basis oh yeah what kind of things were they telling you internally like what is the reason that we're removing the mailboxes and undoing the machines they do some what they some testing to see how much volume is actually being garnered from that area and the it doesn't reach a certain standard then they'll say that it's not warranted for it to be there so that's why they claim that they can remove a box. But I mean, some days I'll have two or three pieces in a box and another day it'll be overloaded and overflowing. Yeah. And people stick all kinds of things in there. I've found things you shouldn't ever find in a mailbox, guns, ammo, pets, Jeez. Uh, driver's license. I, I don't want to go deep down a well here. I, sure. I had to, uh, we have stuff that's called target mail, like stuff that you wouldn't want going to like say the president or somebody else in Congress and stuff like that. And we're supposed to isolate that off to the side. If it looks like it's a suspicious package. And I had two or three of those just a couple of weeks ago that were all going to the library of Congress. Wow. Oh boy. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, and now it's even scarier after like the events of, of this week yeah. and all that where it's like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What was in there. So, yeah. Well, I mean, thank you for still going out there and just uh, right. seriously, you know, yeah, fighting the you're fighting the good fight for uh, for the mail and all that. It's a crazy, crazy time we live in here. No, yeah, I, I know there's a lot it. of a lot of gamers out there have been relying on on the mail people <laughs> to keep them sane throughout this time. So yeah, I mean, you. I haven't. Yeah, I mean, I ordered you know any for myself. Like, I haven't ordered like you know I've been ordering stuff. I haven't really gone anywhere. You know, I'd, yeah. To any, I mean, just. No. Just really the does. funny part about that is you'll you'll drive up to a spot and you'll park the truck and you'll take a package that's a seventy pound, hundred pound bag of dog food in a box th- up three flights of stairs, yeah. and the Amazon truck will pull up right behind you and they've got a tiny little package in their hand that they'll just kind of wing at the door and it's like <laughs> you're like, come on, man, mm-hmm. yeah, I could have put this in your box. Why do I got to lug this all the way up there? Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, we were dealing with the same thing with uh with like food delivery and all that shit where I was. I was going up multiple flights of stairs every day to bring somebody a fucking taco or whatever, <laughs> whatever dumb shit they ordered. The milkshake it blew my mind when you told me about the milkshake that. from the mall. Yeah, that was so dumb. Or that that fucking rich, <laughs> that rich kid that we brought like eight candy bars to, and he didn't tip us. Like it's like stupid shit like that. It was in this like gigantic fucking house at like eleven <laughs> at night on a Saturday. We brought him fucking eight candy bars from a gas station. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Thankfully there's a somewhat of a unemployment came back. So I'm taking a break from that for a minute. So kind of where I'm on, where I'm at on that. But yeah, no, thanks for all that you do for the, for the post office and all that. And I'm glad that we were able to help you out on your, on your uh, journeys and all that. 
and uh, you play, you know, from what I've understood from your from your play stuff, you you play a lot of RPGs, right? So most of those games that you got are are RPGs or RPG related, adjacent, whatever you say. Yeah, that was that was kind of my problem with your beats of the week thing because you listed out, uh, you know, the points and everything else like that, and I just kind of started like, yeah, I'll play the stuff on my list and I'll work through some of that stuff, but at the same time, it was like, well my favorite thing to play is an RPG and some of these are hundred hour long. So how in the world am I even remotely going to keep up with the score? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we're, we're, we're pretty close. Like uh, when we get to that, that'll be in the second half, but yeah, uh, I mean, you were a machine on those RPGs. Like some of those, I was just like, wow, how did you, how did you get through that so quick? Like, cause then you beat Xenoblade in like 60 hours or something like that. And it took, I played that game for like, I mean, I still haven't beaten the second, the, the new story the epilogue, but I played it for over 130 hours, but I went and did all the missions. Like I did every mission. So I was stupid like that, but, but that game is, that game was like my comfort food. It was just really nice to throw on a podcast and just run around and just destroy people with, with my party. Cause I was super over leveled and it was great until I got to the super bosses at the end that I couldn't beat. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm just going to quit, <laughs> you know, the extra, extra mini, mini game bosses. Yeah. You touched those. I didn't even mess with those. I, I, I'm in awe of anyone that can finish all of the missions in that, the original Xenoblades definitive edition. That's, that's a lot of missions to try and get through they all made, of the side <laughs> stuff I'm referring to. They made, they made it so much easier, like with the, with the, uh, exclamation points on the map and all that stuff that, that really, oh, sure. that really helped. Cause I, cause I played it on 3DS, which I mentioned before, which is the worst way to play the game, but they didn't have any of that stuff. You had to remember what a fucking, uh, Bionis Bunny is, or whatever. If you want to get, you know, you have to. It, it's not going to show where it is on the map. You actually remember what it's called and go to, you know, go and defeat them. And it was, it was a whole other. It was a whole different game without without the markings on the map. Like it was like, it's like I have no idea how to find this like Lake Lake Krogunk or whatever the fuck it's called. Like <laughs> that's out of. It's just like some of this stuff was just so weird and obscure, and you had to change the time, and but you didn't know exactly where it was. But at least this shows you where to go and. It was kind of a, it was therapeutic for me to just walk around in this, you know, cause all the environments on Xenoblade are so beautiful. So I just liked, I just liked walking around and just looking at how great it looked and all that. And when you get to it a point, a massive area yeah, and, and everything is huge and pretty and it's just fun to just walk around and just bust heads, you know, or whatever, you, whatever you're doing. So that's what, that's what I really enjoyed about it. And doing the mini games, I didn't really have to listen to the, I mean, the music is incredible, but I didn't have to listen to the game. So I would listen to podcasts and. And just go around and yeah, go around and do the the uh, submissions and all that stuff. So it was fun. There, there are a couple that you wanted to get into that you have been playing though, right? Like aside from the uh, sales stuff that you got. Oh, I've been playing. Oh goodness, uh, Labyrinth of Refrain. Uh, just a demo for that. I keep going back to that one and looking at it, but it, it seems like it drains my battery. Even I don't know. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I played it for a few minutes, went to bed, got up the next day, and saw that it had acted like my save file was now 10 hours long. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And that was just weird because, I mean, it wasn't like it stayed open and operational or anything like that. Even while it was asleep, it was logging the time. So I that and uh, was it a Dragon Quest Builders 2? I couldn't seem to get any headway in that mm. because it's just drain, drain, drain oh, really? on the battery. Yeah, because you. But I was also, also playing Operencia. That's the Stolen Sun. Sorry, I took a few notes. That's fine. And you you play mostly in handheld, right? So it's so you have to deal. You have to worry about the battery life and stuff like that. 
that and the joy cons and everything that's i think that's why i tend towards the rpgs because typically you don't have to engage the joy cons as much you can use the the directional pad for that instead Mm -hmm. and have those last a little bit longer my 8-bit though is the plug-in for the home thing that way i can turn my ps4 controller into a you know a -hmm. pro controller for the switch sure yeah Uh, okay Uh, you, you have an original switch that you can dock yeah okay yeah, I don't think it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's not a light, right? No, that was one of the things I was going to mention is I finally caved. And one of the things in the beginning of 2020 that I did with my tax return was I got an Oculus Quest. And it seemed like oh, wow. eight, years, or eight months later, they put out the Quest 2. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'll take one for the team and I'll get that upgraded Switch that's got the longer battery life and everything like that. Yeah. That way the Switch Pro finally actually shows up. You know, eight months from now. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> if, that, if that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, know, know. You, you know, there was that leaked piece of paper. No, I'm not, <laughs> not going to get into that. I'm sure you guys saw that Yeah. online where I just loved how everybody kept changing it. And it's like, oh, yeah. And this and that. And no, I did it because my oldest boy is 23 years old. His job stuff hasn't been going so well either. And I've been using this one for long enough and I could use one with a longer battery life for being out there on my route for a crazy amount of hours. And I said, you need to break away from trophies because he's just been a trophy or achievement hunter. Oh, sure, this, yeah. <laughs> this is so freeing to not have to actually do that. Yeah. Tr- trophies, trophies was weird. I forgot, I forgot about trophies because I guess you have to be connected to the internet to get trophies, right? Like through PlayStation four. At least that's what I noticed. Cause I had this whole debacle with the PlayStation network, you know, where the money was stolen from me. And then they thought that I stole from them and all that stuff. So I couldn't be online and I actually wasn't online before that. Cause I couldn't figure out how to, log into my Bethesda like uh, what my Bethesda account so I couldn't play Doom Eternal without being on that so I ended up just turning my internet off and I played through most of the game and I don't think I got any trophies because I wasn't online like none of them unlocked like even though I beat like all these levels so it was, it was weird that sucks but trophies are yeah I don't really care that much about them anymore you know it's like oh there's one I wish we had an know. achievement system on the Switch I mean it would be, be it nice. would be nice like I, I mean some I pl- games yeah. do I, I plan yeah. them. Yeah, they. I mean, they do have achievements. There's stuff, you know, you're talking about Subliminal has stuff in there like that. Tetris but, 99 does. Right. Yeah, but it's not like a little thing that's like, bing, you know, like pops overarching, up. Overarching. We need an overarching achievement system on the Switch. I think that, I don't know why that's not on there after all these years. And you can't like level up and, and all that right. stuff like you're, like you're gamer or whatever. It is a nice way to incentivize people to buy more games, too. I can't understand why they don't do it from a business sense. Yeah. I don't know. They're just, you know, they're Nintendo. They like to be different. They're just like, oh yeah, whatever. We don't care. We don't care about they trophies. Don't copy. Did you um? Did you ever make it through uh, Phoenix Rising? Did you ever beat that game? I know you've been playing it for a while. Immortals. Oh yeah, I posted the beat just before the end of the year. Oh shit, I missed it. I thought I saw that. Damn it! I, I need to. I need to add that to the list then. <laughs> yeah, it was thirty hours. I said a pure joy. Yeah, no, I love I love that game. No, that game's awesome. Uh, I just I'm glad that it's been on sale so much that now people are coming around to it because it's actually really great. It's a uh, really surprised me a lot. I didn't really expect anything from it, and it's it's fun. I know Jeremy's been playing it too, and I know you, you said you're having kind of a hard time at the beginning, like I was. I was just gonna say, go find those Charon coins. That's what I've been looking for. That's a big honestly. I a went big to game changer. I went to a I went to you know, without getting too much into my plays of the week, but I, I went to a guy just to see because I had got, I had done a lot and then I stopped playing for like a week. So when I went back to it, I just couldn't remember what I was supposed to do. So once I figured out I had to go to this statue, then I was like, oh, I just need to go to the statue, and then I've been fine ever since. Oh, okay, yeah, because it kind of marks it on your map. 
And I've for whatever reason yeah. it wasn't marked on my map. Like maybe I'd been there, but I hadn't saved, and then it. So I was confused. Oh, it's still it should still be there. Like you don't you don't mark it. It's just I don't I don't know if there's a way to get rid of the icon of like what your next you know where it's like these are the main the main missions, and this is one where I've just been. I just have a lot of fun just fucking around with it. Like, I don't really do any of the main missions. I just do all the side missions, like what I was doing with Xenoblade. I'm just going around and collecting, like, Ambrosia and, uh, and like, Sharon coins and stuff like that and just trying to, like, just level up my character. Because you can do – because there is kind of, like, a light RPG leveling system in there. So, Which are, which uh, Breath of the Wild didn't really have, so it's kind of – you know, you can, like, kind of level up yourself through collecting stuff and upgrading your weapons and armor and such. So that's what I've been doing in that. I'm kind of jealous that they took some things from Breath of the Wild and made them a little bit better, especially the stamina thing, where you can take a drink of the stamina mm. or whatever while you're already flying or climbing in the middle of doing that to extend it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. flying's like way more fun in this. Oh, the fun, the flying is great. I love. I mean, not not to talk against the breath, like the Breath of the Wild sailing stuff. I had a blast with too. That was really fun. But one of the main reasons I got Phoenix was once I saw. Once I watch footage of people just like flying around, I'm like, oh, this is, I'm like, I'm going to get this. This is great. Like, I love open world shit where you can fly. So, I mean, and it's, and I, yeah, it's, it's great. And and especially now that I have like two full bars of uh, stamina, you can go pretty far doing that. So I'm jealous of you guys getting it for a cheaper price though. That's for sure. (laughs) If I would have just waited one more week. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh. I think it's worth it. It's worth the sixty dollar game. Like I've I've already put like thirty hours into it, and I and I only beat one of the god things. Like I I only did uh, the Aphrodite stuff. That's the only one I've actually like completed. And I haven't even completed all of the beasts. I don't think, or maybe I, I think I did the last beast after that. But so I still have a lot to do. I've just I just like just one running around and doing the side missions. They're fun, and I like those arrow missions too, where you get to like just go through the hoops and stuff. It's dumb, but it's it's fun for me. There's a, a special skill that you can unlock that you can slow the arrow down as well. Yeah, I have that. I, I unlock that. Alrighty. So it's been yeah, it's it's great. It's great. Yeah, that you can you can sp- uh, slow it down and speed it up. Does that slow the time down too? You mean like you're a uh, because whenever you fire uh, an arrow and you're like and you're like you lose uh, stamina. controlling it, yeah, yeah it slow time slows down. Oh no, yeah, the time still slows down, but you still lose stamina. I don't think it slows down the loss of stamina, but. But you can control. No, I just the, meant if it slowed down, like if all of time slowed down with the arrow being slower as well. I don't know. I didn't notice a difference, but it just it makes it easier for turning and stuff like quick turning yeah. and you know, yeah, turning on a dime, I guess as you'd call it, but an arrow world. But it's a nice, uh, it's a nice thing in there. And I mentioned it on the on the video and like when we talked about it before. But it's you know it's similar to Breath of the Wild, but I feel like it has enough differences that it does feel like a different game to me. I don't feel like it's. Like it's the same thing. Like I don't, I don't feel like it's a ripoff or anything. It doesn't have any me's in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a, that was a weird thing too. Make sure you look at the bird special too that allows you to create a copy of yourself. You can kind of cheese some of the yeah. weight puzzles with that. Yeah, I've been. I, I thought some of them. Some of them I, I'm not even sure if I can do it without it. There's a couple of them where you have to like. There was this one that I was at where you have to uh, stand on a thing. And it'll open these two doors, and then you have to throw, like, boxes into those doors. But they're too far away that I could never get the angle right. Either that or I'd destroy the rocks. So I thought maybe I should put the other version of me on there and then go up and just, like, drop the rocks in the in the things to, to, to trigger the the weight and all that. But, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's been a lot of fun. You have a, 
you got Age of Calamity too, right? I think I, I think I saw you playing it on there. Oh, see, there you. Yep, I uh, that showed up on Sunday. Uh, I spent Sunday moving all the stuff on my memory card so that my son could have the upgraded or not the upgraded the old Switch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took Monday and yesterday and went all the way through from start to finish and rolled credits on it. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. If you if you're planning on unveiling it later, I'm I'm sorry that I jumped. I was just I was just like I saw that you're playing it. Were you planning on playing on talking about it at a later part of the episode or? No, that's fine. Okay. I just uh, I you guys can get into the stuff that you're playing. We can talk about that later. That's no big deal. Okay, I just saw that you were playing it, and I know uh, I mean John's still been aching to play it, and you know, yeah, I it- know he has, and I'll definitely <laughs> share some thoughts with him if he'd like to know. I would, yeah. Not not spoilery thoughts, but you know, opinions and and tips and all that stuff because I'm gonna be playing it sometime soon. Well, go for it now. You know, I've heard you mention it, and I just figured I'll take one for the team and go ahead and get it. And uh, that's why I was saying yesterday. I, I kind of turned off what was available to be viewed. I know it kind of pings the thing up in the corner and tells you what I'm playing anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's, there's 20 main story missions, and there's a whole bunch of sub stuff that you can do as well. It's definitely using the old map for uh, Breath of the Wild, and I don't want to get spoilery with it unless you really, really want to know. But I would preface it to say that this is kind of more like the new FF7. Oh, okay, yes. I, okay. I, I think I know what you mean. So, like, it's this is what I was wondering. If like because there's the time travel aspect of it, if maybe they're gonna change the events that happen, so maybe all the guys don't die at the end. Don't say whether that I, happens or not, but that's what I was thinking. No, I won't say whether that happens yeah. or not, but I will say that it kind of is like you would definitely need to play Breath of the Wild first for this to make any kind of sense mm-hmm. whatsoever. Yeah. So you couldn't look at it as a prequel, but it. I'm wondering whether it's a necessity for Breath of the Wild too. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Which hopefully yeah. will maybe... Yeah, I was wondering about that, too. I mean, because hof- hopefully we'll see that game this year. That but... said, it is definitely a Muso. You're, I was ready yeah. to scream about <laughs> how much every mission was basically the same thing, and some of those towards the end. All of a sudden, you had never dealt with it the entire game, and yeah. they bring out the, the, the Blood Moon. And oh, kept yeah. having things resurrect, and it's like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. I'm I'm so over this. Oh, but yeah, the yeah. music is incredible, Trey. You'd love it. Oh yeah, no, I've listened to some of the music. Like I had a song on. There's a song that's going to be on the best of music music episode and all that. So, I mean, and music and the music from Iron Warriors, the first one was pretty rad too. I mean, it was like super super Legend of Zelda butt rock stuff, which is fun. So you know, but. Yeah, no, I mean, it It was one of those things I, I thought about it, and I was like, well, I should get Phoenix Rising, because it's kind of more like Breath of the Wild than Age of Calamity is, so that's why I went for it. Because I wanted more of that explorative open-world thing than uh, than the Musou-style gameplay. But I'll get it at some point, you know, whatever. I know I know they acted like you'd really be using any of the uh, the glider. You don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the, like, that was so disappointing. I kind of gathered that from the, the demo when there was a big open chasm, and it's like, hey, jump with the glider and all that stuff, and then it just had you fall like a hundred feet, and then use the glider to basically catch yourself. Yeah, I was wondering where that demo. What did that demo even do? Because I didn't actually get a chance to play that. 
I just dove straight into the game. It, it, How far it, does that actually take you? I think it gives you what, like the first like four or five levels, I guess, and some and some like submissions aside from there you can do. Uh, as I recall, it's the main missions in the first place. Gives you like an hour or two or something of the beginning of the game, and it carries into. The I think regular I, I game. played it for three hours. Okay, uh, three I hours. checked it the other day, so it was a pretty meaty demo. But as far as where it stopped, I can recall. I think the um, one of the towers had just risen out out of the ground. Yeah, and that kind of invites you to go up on the tower, and it shows you all of the different things you could go see and all that, but you can't actually go see them. Yeah, and it's kind of like hey, buy the game now. And you can't even climb the tower. Well, it was it was actually like I remember when I stopped playing. It's like, oh hey, here's some missions in like the in like the fire mountain area, and here's some missions in the ice area. And I'm like, okay, cool, change the scenery. And then I'm like, I'm gonna play these levels. And it's like, nope, you can't. Got to buy the game. And I'm like, okay, cool. And that's right where they stopped it. So it's like right when they made the missions look a little bit more interesting was when they're like, nope, cut the cable on that one. So, but I'll play it at some point in the future. Um, Trails of Cold Steel 3, I saw you pulled the trigger on that one. I've actually been waiting on that one just because I heard that 1 and 2 are going to come to the Switch and you kind of need to play all of them to understand the story, so I was actually waiting on that. That was one I was planning on getting just so, cause, just so it could be in like the competition for Game of the Year for me because I really love all the Falcom stuff I've played. Like I love the shit out of Ease 8 and Ease Origin, so... So yeah, I was like, I was waiting on Tales of Cold Steel, so let me know what you think of it. I played like the four-hour demo of that, and that carries into the game, and I liked it. I mean, it's a turn-based RPG, so, and the soundtrack was cool. But I, I figured I'd wait, since one is going to come out later this year. It'll get re-released, one and two will be re-released for Switch, so. I played the first one on Vita, okay, and got play, m- most of the way through that. Not, I didn't completely finish it, and I just turned on Trails of Cold Steel here before we got on to look and see, and it does seem to have, like, you can do a lot of reading to catch yourself up on all the backstory for mm-hmm. it. But yeah, I feel bad not getting to do two in the meantime. Yeah. You know, to, before doing three, but well, it can, looks good. Yeah. yeah. It I mean, really looks pretty. Yeah. You can always pick it up and come back to it whenever it gets released later this year. And then Force, I think Force is supposed to come out even before one and two, I think. So I'll just have to wait and then I'll just play one and two later, but whatever. I'll play, I'll play all of them at once. Hopefully I'll get through them. I don't know. There's going to be so many RPGs coming out this year that I'm going to try my best to stay on top of them. But, you know, who knows? Because it's, you know, those fuckers are long. But I like but I like playing them. Hopefully I'll Okay. I got to be honest. The first Xenoblade Chronicles, I got to that before they patched out something that raised you up like 50-some levels at the beginning. Yeah. There was a there was a part in the ceiling in like the underground where the spiders were at where you could crawl up and fall through to an area that you can't access until way later in the game. Oh really? And I ran into this bug glitch, whatever you want to call it, and all you know how you walk into an area and all of a sudden you'd get tons of XP or yeah. something like that yeah, for yeah. reach new area. For I'm in an area it. That it was dumping hunt like hundreds and hundreds of XP on me to where it jumped me from like level 10 or 12 or something like that up to just shy of 50 before I walked out of there. Oh, wow. Okay. And there are no enemies spawning. So all you're doing is just receiving all of the XP walking out of there until you finally go through a wall and then that's it. Wow. And then okay, yeah. a, a couple of days later, they patched that out of there and I just randomly walked into it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, I missed I missed out on that. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, where the location, but I didn't find it earlier, and I didn't know about that. I just uh, I got the extra money for having Xeno two and 
and I bought the nice armor, you know, and that helped me at the beginning, but I didn't have any sort of like extra experience, but, but yeah, that helps. That helps for sure. Cause I felt like, I felt like you needed, you needed to play the submissions because that's how you get your money and your, and extra experience and stuff. So I, I was just, would just play all of them cause it would help you later when you get to the, you know, when you get to the later stuff. Cause it's like when David Walker was on, he, he had skipped most of the submissions and I remember he was stuck in the main mission because of a difficulty spike at one point. So. That's why I was kind of like, I should do all the submissions. Is there anything else you want to talk about on this part, or we can move on and talk about some other stuff? Hutch? No, that's fine. Okay, so like I said, I've been I've been a little overloaded this week, so I haven't been able to play as much as I wanted to. But of course, you know, New Year's Eve happened, and we all we did have like an Animal Crossing New Year's Eve party, so that was fun. Yeah, yeah it was a lot of fun. That's a ton of fun. We all got to, we all got to play that, and uh, I, I posted some videos on Twitter and got you know people. I think people liked the one of us all hitting each other with the with the uh, <laughs> with the bug catcher net. So that was the that was the hit. But yeah, I got to see I got to see twenty twenty one happen twice because uh, we did it in Jess's town and then we did it again. Well, I think I was the only one that made it to. I just, you were the only one that made it back. I just, yeah, I, I just barely made it to Johnstown for L A time, and it's great. I captured that too, and it's just like. I just landed and walked out of the plane, and then it says 2021, like right when I, right when yeah, I got Yeah, you made it the, right on time. Yeah. I was counting down. There was like 10 seconds left yeah. when you got off the plane. Like, I didn't, even, I didn't even move at all. Like, automatically, I went out the door, and then it just pans up to the sky, and then this explosion with, with the letter, with, you know, with 2021. I'm like, wow, okay. I was surprised it even let me in there for that, but it was pretty cool to see it twice and all that stuff. And yeah, Animal Crossing. Have they ever done that before? Like a New Year's thing, like that. Oh yeah, no, they 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 did it on all the games. Okay, uh, yeah, okay. I had Animal Crossing New Year's. I want to say it was like 2005 for Wild World. It was the last last Animal Crossing New Year's you did. Yeah, Jess, Jess and I we played it. I don't know how long ago it was, but I was working. I was working at this crappy bar that's down the street from me. But uh, I we were having a New Year. You know, I was working there New Year's night, and like nobody was there, so I got let let out early, and I was just drinking my shift drinks and. And Jess came in after work because you know most of the time Jess worked through New Year's because of the because of like theater and all that. But she was off, and we just played New Leaf on our 3ds's at a bar and just drank drank drinks and that one. And we saw the you know we saw the fireworks and stuff in that. So that had to have been like I don't know three or four years ago when that happened. So so I had done that. But yeah, no, we played Animal Crossing. I got Boomer in the town finally. Oh yeah, I rage quit the other day because I rage quit Animal Crossing, which is like so wrong. That's like <laughs> something you're not supposed to do because Animal Crossing is supposed to be a relaxing game. But sometimes, you know, when you're trying to make the, and I've been, I've made like 10 or 12 perfect snow people like in the game. Okay. And, uh, you know, you have to get like 15 or whatever, get all the DIYs. And I was like, after I'd been editing a whole, like all, all night for the one thing, I just want to play Animal Crossing for a second. And I was trying to like make a snow person. And you know, if the snowballs are like almost, if they're too close in size, they won't come together and make a snow person. So they, so they won't like, when you roll it up to it, it won't do it. And I was having this problem where it kept like not letting me put them together. So I was rolling one snowball into the other snowball until that snowball was rolling broke. And I did this like four times and I just got so pissed that I just like force quit the game. And I was like, I was like, fuck you. Cause it just was not working. And and it wasn't even as big as the snowball. It just was not coming together. And I was just like, I was just so mad. Cause I kept, I kept breaking it and then going back into the house for it to reset and then come back and do it again. And it broke again. And then like the fourth time I was like, fuck this game. <laughs> and I've never rage quit animal crossing ever, but 
That's I didn't know you could reset it by going in houses. That's good to know. Yeah, you you go into your if you broke the yeah if you if you broke the mm-hmm. snowball, you can go into your house and then it'll restart. Does it have to be your house? Does Mister Resetting anything? know about this? I mean, Resetting's gone, man. He quit. He took mm-hmm. off. He's not he's not involved <laughs> in this shit anymore. He's like he's like no way, man. He he retired. I guess I don't know. Yeah. We haven't seen him. He's off with Captain somewhere partying. But yeah, no, I, that that happened to me. Oh yeah, I met. I finally got my my green screen to work pretty well for that DJ thing on uh, Twitch. That was fun. That was pretty cool. I yeah. got to watch a little bit of that. I was able to chrome. I was able to chrome a bunch of stuff out. So and uh, we like two weeks in a row. I've been doing uh, Ring Fit like twenty minutes a day, just one day a week. Just starting nice. starting small here, but I don't know. I I like you know I had had to get my get my blood checked for my doctor and i had like high cholesterol and stuff so jess and i we've been doing like workouts like once a week so i've been doing ring fit not i'm doing no squat stuff because last time i did that it fucked up my knee so i'm just doing i'm just doing like specific uh workout sets and it's been okay i've been i got it two weeks in a row so cracked out that thing gotta yeah i gotta get back into it too gotta put the the, i'm making an effort in the next couple of days, I basically put you know because it's a physical game. I put in the physical game. I play Ring Fit, and then I automatically take it back out and put Immortals in there because I bought a physical for Immortals. So that's basically it. Would be really nice if it. if they somehow came out with a digital version for the people who bought the cartridge. I don't know. They could rearrange that somehow because yeah. that's the game you want in your system all the time. Yeah, I was. We talked about this like a long time ago. I feel like on this show, yeah. like years and years and years ago, because you know, like a. Marvel Comics, like, if you buy a Marvel comic now, it has a digital code on it, so you mm-hmm. get two copies of every comic that you buy, and I always thought that was really cool. And I was like, why can't we do that for video games? I know it's, like, a lot more expensive, like, to get, like, a whole code of a game, but but they did it before. Like, I remember when I bought Portal 2 for PS3, it came with a digital code for PC. Like, you got a free PC game out of it, you know? So some people have done it before, it's just... Yeah. Or when you know. buy an album, yeah, you can... By an album, you get the download code. Yeah, or like download album. codes yeah. and stuff like that. Because like for any of the Marvel comics I would buy, I would just I would never read the comic. I would just like scan the code or type the code in and just read it all off my phone, you know. But then I have a physical copy of it too. That could be a really cool way to keep physical around if they wanted to keep doing that. So, so yeah. And I did uh, just because it's coming out this week, and we talked to the developer way back when. I played a little bit of that uh, werewolf demo, the role playing game. I watched the trailer on that. How was it? Werewolf the Apocalypse, Heart of the Forest. It it's it feels like a role playing game. Like if you've ever done like a to- like a tabletop role playing game, it's kind of like that. You basically it'll ask you a couple questions at the beginning about how you feel. Like I guess you kind of like set your rage meter. Like mm-hmm. I set it for highest just because I wanted to see what that was. Because they're like, how angry do you get? It's like, do you think about things first, or you just go right into it? And I'm just like, I'm angry as hell. I just put that on there just for the fun of it. And so I have like a rage meter that's fairly high, and it will ask you. It'll, it'll it's basically like a choose your own adventure. So it's mostly text based, but there's you know there's like graphics and stuff behind you, and the art's really cool. And they'll I, you know they'll ask you what you want to do for certain situations, but there may be things that would go against your rage meter, which you need to use wind willpower points to do. So there's stuff like that. So like you start out with like two willpower points, but you can get them back by choosing certain certain choices later. But it's cool, yeah. If you're into like if you're into like role playing games and you just want like a visual novel on your Switch, it's fun. I mean, it's not you know, and you have health points. I haven't lost any health points yet, but you can actually die in it, I believe, by taking the wrong thing. But uh, you go, uh, you start off with this. It's like a dream sequence where you're, you know, where, you, where I guess you're a werewolf or something, and there's all this shit going on around you. 
doesn't really explain it. It's just basically you kind of being the person out of it, trying to figure it out. And then you wake up and you're on like a vacation. It's in Poland actually. And you go to this like magical forest and you have like a tour guide and it's kind of weird. And you're just kind of just trying to figure out what's happening around you. And you can choose what to do based on like, you know, however you're, it's, it's, it kind of reminded me of like D and D like, you know, where you're set for like chaotic neutral or lawful neutral or whatever. And if you make a choice that goes against that, then it's, you know, you lose points or whatever. It's, it's kind of like that. Like it, if you want to react differently than how your character's supposed to be, you only have so many willpower points to do that for. And once you run out of willpower points, you basically have to do, like you might lose that option to what you would need to have willpower points for. So it's interesting. It's like, it's like kind of a, like a way more complicated uh, choose your own adventure, I guess, is what is what I would say of it, you know. But it's awesome. it's it's cool. I played the demo for like twenty minutes. I mean, there's a free demo, you know. You can play. Uh, we had, you know, we had the the developers on. They're the same guys who did uh, the uh, Liberation game, which that game was really cool too. But it's completely different. And they also did. There's another text based game that I got, but I didn't play. That also has a demo. But I was excited because there was a lot of, you know, there's a lot of stuff around it. And I guess there, I think there's going to be a sequel to it or DLC coming out. Because when I was just trying to figure out, I was trying to look at how long the game is. Because I think when you actually have the game, you can play through it in a couple hours. But like I said, it's a choose-your-own-adventure, so you can, there's like a bunch of different endings. So they want you to just like play through it over and over again and try to get to different things based on your choices. But yeah, if you're if you're aching for like a single-person like tabletop, and it's actually based on, I think it's based on the actual like werewolf uh, RPG tabletop game. So it has stuff. And they have like artists, you know, like a comic book artist in there working on it and it's interesting. It's completely different than anything else that I would normally play. So it kind of felt like a, for a breath of fresh air. And I definitely want to try out that other one, the travel one that's on there, which I actually bought cause it was on sale for like $2. So, so I was thinking about getting uh getting werewolf this week cause it actually comes out this week and I think it's on sale. It's like 14, but I think it's like a dollar 50 off or something like that. It has a small sale on it going, going on right now, but, but yeah, that's what I've been doing aside from just like dicking around and, uh, and Phoenix, and Immortal Phoenix Rising, which I seem to do whenever I have a chance. I, I play I play around with that game. And I pretty much made it through most of Tony Hawk 1 and 2. Like, I, I kind of got to the stuff towards the end of 2 that's annoying to get to, so that's kind of where I got. I never saw credits on that, obviously, because you guys would have heard about it, but, but uh, I got pretty close. I made it all the way through Roswell in the first one. I didn't get all gold, so maybe I have to get golds to get to get whatever. I don't know. So I was still still kind of messing around with that, but between like the DJ stuff and the and editing and and uh, New Year's Eve and all that stuff, I haven't had a whole time to play. But I'm hoping to after this week's over, I should be back more in the swing of things and try to get back on my stream schedule and all that stuff. But that's that's good for me. I also didn't play a whole lot this week, not much more than I usually do. So we talked about Animal Crossing a little bit. I got one perfect snowman or snow person rather. I don't know how I did it. So there you go. I know on New Year's, Jess told us how to do it. I was listening, but I forgot. This is the way that I do it that she said. Uh, so the bottom of the snow person is, uh, it, you roll it, obviously, until it can't get any bigger. That's that's how big the bottom size is. And I guess the uh, the top is like half that. But what she does is uh, she just kind of rolls the top first and then rolls the bottom one and then puts them together. And I feel that a little bit easier. And also if you're able to make all your perfect snowman all next to each other, you can kind of like measure the, the size of the head. Cause I have like five perfect snowman, like all next to each other in the middle of the, of the town. So it's kind of easier for me to, 
figure out what's what's what. So that's kind of what I've and they you know it, and it's random wherever the snowballs show up, but they've all been showing up there. So I've just been building this like horror horror movie looking like line of melting snowmen. You know, they're all there. And mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I pretty much have but, two yeah. spots where yeah, where yeah. I have them show up. So they're pretty close. I even I even cleared out some trees so it would make it easier for me to for me to roll it up. I cut some, cut some stuff down so to do that. The game never actually tells you this is how to build a perfect snowman, right? You're just guessing. No, they don't tell you anything about it. it. I didn't even know you could build snow people until like just told me. So it's just like okay. Mostly I just and mostly I would just kick the even in the old Animal Crossing ones I would just like push around the I'd, I'd push around the snowball until it fell in the water or something. And I'd be like okay, that's that. I never actually you could really do it in the old ones too, right? I think I remember building one in the DS one. Well, in the yeah, just was telling me on the new leaf one, you could do more. Like you could build a whole snow family. Like you could make it like mom and dad and kids and all this other stuff. And this one is just one, but this one, the other one had more. It feels like New Leaf did have a lot more stuff in a lot of ways. But that one you had, you could get a lot more DIYs and stuff. Well, I guess it wasn't DIYs, but furniture that you got, and there was various different sizes of snow people you could make, which sounds cooler. But this is just the one. But they're funny. I like what they say. <laughs> their their dialogue's pretty good. Yeah, they're like little trolls you make. But I think what I got the arch DIY, so that's all I've gotten so far. The winter DIYs. Um I definitely wanted to mention I've been playing Phoenix still, and I don't know if did I mention on the show that I, yeah, that I looked at a little I looked yeah. at a guide just to figure out what I needed to do next. So okay. just long enough for it to point me towards the statue of Aphrodite. Oh yeah, the I, like, oh, shit, I gotta go uh, there. Yeah, she's like holding the apple. So, have you seen her yet, though, in the game? Yeah, I played. Yeah. I put a few more hours in since then. So okay, yeah, because she's. Like I think a, the game yeah. opened up for a lot for me once I figured that out, and I've been having a good time. Because she's like a tree, right? She's uh-huh. still the tree person. Yeah, yeah. So I've right away I, I upgraded my flight and my I've upgraded my stamina a little bit and upgraded my collection ability where I can pick up a bunch of stuff all at once. I thought those were all things that I would be happy to have, which they are. They help a lot. Oh yeah, I, one of the you know the thing where you can collect a bunch of things at once. Like I, I did that right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like whatever the lower corner stuff is that you get from the Charon coins. Like I, I upgraded mm-hmm. all of those at the very beginning of the game. So yeah, it also so, yeah, yeah it lets you like do the dash while you're flying, so you get like more distance and you're. Oh yeah, yeah. It just makes it that much more fun when you have yeah. a bunch of stamina potions and uh, you can get really far across the map. So that's definitely the most fun of, that I've had with that game is just flying around and exploring. But and I really can, like the uh, portals or the Tartarus thingies, the, the shrines, whatever you call them. Oh yeah. The little mini, I mean, they're like in breath of the wild, the little, the little mm-hmm. mini dungeons, but, and and they're not like, you can't, there's not as much different ways to do them. Like it's pretty much yeah one way to do it, but still there. I think cool. I've done few enough of them that I haven't run across too much repeats of concepts but i really liked i played this one where you like turn on a fan that blows the things and they knock these rock walls down and i really like that one it reminded me of boom blocks <laughs> oh yeah no, oh, yeah. The, yeah there's a lot of them with uh there's a lot of them involving like those little these like rock balls uh-huh. and there's one that i did where you had to like where this rock ball would shoot and you had to hit a thing where like this dragon head would come out to like stop it and it had to like mm-hmm. land on another thing and move to another it, it gets pretty complicated and I was playing one last night where there's little like there's little things that come out of the ground and like sh- they're like it'll go in circ in a circle and you have to like bounce it out and it'll go to another thing. It's it's almost kind of like a 
Rube Goldberg machine, like a you know, like a mousetrap type thing, mm. and it's fun. It's it's cool. Like that game is great. Like it's just yeah, it's like the, the physics mo- are solid. It's like the main game that I want to play right now is that one. That's like the number one on my list of. Stuff I really I'm like the mission playing. where you. I don't know if you did it yet. We have to roll the the pearl. Oh yeah, no, I rolled the pearl. Yeah, I thought that that was pretty fun. The way they set that up, like, and you'd run into enemies along the way. So I, I think the combat's a lot of fun. I've run into a few bosses that are too tough for me right now, but I've learned how to avoid them, just like I would a Lionel or something in Xenoblade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my problem when I was first playing, and I was like, man, everything is killing me. And then I just started just focusing on collecting you know collecting stuff to upgrade my armor and stuff like that and then it got better you could also just like spam potions like, and and the bird collect a lot of stuff yeah whenever you get the bird the bird I've is the best the bird, thing yeah. ever because the bird will attack the people for you and i've defeated full bosses with that stupid bird i still like the arrows also a lot they're like my yeah. favorite because i'll be fighting those those cyclops and i'll just stand above them and stand behind something and just keep hitting them over and over again until they die Oh yeah, I do that, and I and I got the upgrade where if you hit him in the head, it's it's like way more mm-hmm. damage. So I could get like two hundred hit points, like just shooting him in the in the forehead. I did fight a cyclops where I felt like it was maybe glitching out a little bit, but maybe he just like he like walked to the opposite side of the map like he was going to grab a rock, and he did that a few times and threw it at me. But then like he walked over there one last time, and then he just stood there and he didn't move. And I'm like, okay, so I was like, I just kept shooting him over and over again, and then I'd have to wait for my stamina bar to fill. I'm just standing there, and he's just like, kind of doing this idle animation. Mm. So that was kind of a bummer, but also awesome because I just wanted to beat him anyway. Sure. Yeah, take the win. Yeah, I like how the enemies die, which I haven't mentioned this. In Where they like fly time. into the sky? <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. old school. Arcade. I like how you die, boy. Reminds it, me of it, like it's uh, funny. They just like float away. <laughs> obviously, it kind of reminds me of Mario, or reminds me of like the old uh, NES game Kung Fu when you like fight the guys and they're just like flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that aspect of it because you'll just like you'll kill this bear and then you just like see it fly off in the distance like a cartoon character or something. Hey, I was going to ask uh, ask you and you and David uh, Hutch, did you guys alter your controls at all? Because the first thing I no. did was change them because I didn't like using R and using the R's to attack. So yeah, I cha- the R's to attack kind of suck. I changed it to where X is my main or no Y Y is the main attack and A is the slow attack. And that's how I, I switched them around because I didn't like doing, I didn't like using the, the, the triggers. Why is, why is the sprint, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, cho- I changed the sprint to R, to R1 now, or yeah, just regular sense. R. Because it, it was and weird. R1, you still have R1 as your, uh, your aiming thing for the bow and arrow. Yeah, you can actually, it's crazy because you can actually change parts of the button. Because like some buttons do multiple things. Mm-hmm. So you can change it because, yeah, R is, is sprint for me. But R is also using the arrow. Well, mm-hmm. R would be the slow arrow, and R two would mm-hmm. well ZR would be the would be the regular arrow. And that's and I keep forgetting that it's different like that out of the box because I didn't. It just felt weird to me like dodging with Y. It felt normal. It felt better to dodge dodge with R, I guess, because mm-hmm. wasn't that like how Bayonetta was, or maybe E's eight was like that, where you could where you could dodge with that. But it just seemed to make it's more B sense. B and Hades, right? It's B and Hades. Yeah. So I would almost put it to B if I was going to remap the controls. Yeah. But you can you can remap everything in the game, so you don't have to worry about like changing controller settings and all that stuff. I thought about I actually thought about doing that. So I was going to say um, I got a new Pro controller. I actually bought the one that you recommended. You've been recommending for a while, Trey. Oh, did you get so, the eight bit dough? Show it off here. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Thanks. Yeah, I had that one. 
Yeah, well, I still have, I, I still have it. I, I can fix it. I just need to take it apart. But I've been trying to play Phoenix the past couple of days with the Joy-Con, and I, another thing is I can't find the damn uh, the clip thing that you get with the Switch that makes it one controller. You know? Oh, right. the, the dog. I've been playing with thing. the two Joy Cons, yeah. and that sucks for this game. That's no fun. Oh, um, sure. Especially yeah. like you're holding it like this because you want to like use the two oh, yeah. buttons. Yeah. So I was actually thinking, like, do I want to change the controls or do I just want to be lazy about it and wait until my pro controller arrives? Because two nights ago, I took out my pro controller and I was like, I'm going to fix this. And I uh, and I got it out and I looked up a YouTube video. It was like, easy fix for pro controller. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I wish I hadn't because it was like, take the, it was like, put a little straw and like blow a little bit of air into it to like blow away the dust or whatever. Yeah. And now that stick just stays oh, no. wherever I put it, it doesn't go back to the <laughs> It just metal. broke it, yeah. So now it's just like completely unusable. So I'm like, well, oh, shit, shit, I got it. Yeah. I mean, I probably still will send it in at some point to fix it, or maybe I will actually try to replace the whatever it needs to be replaced. But that was a bummer. I was like, oh, crap. You should send it in because remember, I sent in like three different pro controllers yeah. and they, yeah. they got it back to me for free. I mean, it's. I have a feeling they'll be able to tell that I that I broke this one though. <laughs> I don't know. The I mechanism mean, yeah. itself's broken. It's not like because you blew air into uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was just that or if it was like when I was moving it around, I was being kind of forceful, and I heard like a little like clicky, springy sound. That's not good. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, I take it that's probably whatever mechanism brings it back to the center. I broke. It was pretty hilarious because we noticed. Well, the first time I heard about Jeremy's uh, pro controller becoming drifty was when we were doing the New Year's Eve event for Animal Crossing, and uh, <laughs> and you were dressed as a zombie. <laughs> and, Jer- and Jeremy, well, well Jeremy was like, I-, I think you like went to, I think you like left and then you went to grab like a drink or something, and you weren't even. Well, yeah. To- so I was yeah. I was on the middle of landing on the island, and I yeah. was like, I'm gonna go. Feed- we need to feed the cats, so yeah. I went to go feed the cats. So yeah. I wasn't in the room for like five minutes or so. But your character was just moving, like was just like slow motion moving, <laughs> just away, like just like to the to the corner of the of the town, and it was just funny. It's like what's in your wrong? zombie costume? That was the best. Uh, it's like what's wrong with Jeremy? It's like you're just like you're just like barely moving, and yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, I really was hoping <laughs> that it would stop, and I even tried calibrating it and stuff, and yeah, it was messed up. So that's a bummer. I've really enjoyed that pro controller. I would have swore by the thing this entire time, you know, except that little bit of period of time with Tetris 99 before they patched it and made it yeah, stop with the phantom drops. Um, I would have just used it for everything, but I do like the, I do like this one a little bit so far. It's still growing on me as far as like the feel of it. It's base. I mean, it's basically a PlayStation controller, but that's the that's the controller that I prefer. But the bigger D pad is yeah. really nice. Well, and also, it's in that. in the in the structure of it. It looks like a looks like a Super mm-hmm. Nintendo controller with added yeah. handles on the bottom. So that was the PlayStation controller is basically a Super Nintendo controller. So don't feel guilty. You're not cheating. It's all yeah. Nintendo. <laughs> sure. But no, I, yeah, I swear by that controller. And the only the main issue, like I said, what happened with mine is the spring on the buttons will go out. But you can actually replace them with older Super Nintendo controllers if that happens to you. I just haven't done it yet because, like the actual button, like is it, it, it like the little rubber pad? That's it's like it the breaks? spring. It's the spring around it. Like it won't come back out. Like you push it down, and it'll just stay down. Yeah. Okay. That, but but it took it took me like over a year, I think, for that to happen. But if that does happen, 
You can change. I do really you like can, you can fix RL it. Yeah. yeah, they're really nice. The, the analog, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's a cool controller, and it definitely made like I've been playing Phoenix because it just came in the mail today. And I played Phoenix for an hour or two today, and just was loving it. Like just so much better than trying to play it with the Joy Cons. And you know what? I might end up changing the button mapping because the RNL just kind of is annoying to me. Yeah, I, I didn't like it, and I especially since yeah. you use those buttons so often. Yeah. And and it's great that you can change it in the game because you'll for you'll forget that you ever changed it. Like you don't have to, you know, always be there. You you won't mm-hmm. have to remap it whenever you start the game. So it's just like because I keep forgetting that I switched them around. But I yeah, and that's when I really started liking the game when I switched because I just it just didn't seem right. I was like I, I'm like I don't know. I don't like why being dodged. That doesn't make sense to me. So I changed it to a different thing. I think after getting used to uh, X being jump and Zelda or Breath of the Wild, I could just deal with anything being weird yeah true right at least b is jump um but speaking of cool stuff i got besides the pro controller i did receive my gift from trey this week about time um i don't (laughs) know what it is yet i haven't opened it no just kidding trey knows i know what it is because i talked to him about it but yeah uh, you guys both opened your stuff not on the show but that's fine (laughs) but i opened uh well i didn't even know for sure it was from you because i had also ordered something from this company so i was like did they send me like the wrong thing or yeah that's what i was afraid of that you might have thought that they like accidentally send you an extra thing uh-huh so that's why i'm glad you were like checking in with me and you're like oh it should be at your house today and so i, I went outside it's actually kind of funny i went outside and there's this giant like package that looked like a giant like pillow inside of like a big envelope <laughs> like what the fuck did he send me and uh and then i was like oh wait a minute shauna ordered this uh giant stuffed unicorn from her from the internet like for her uh niece like two months ago and she's mm. like i don't know why it's not here yet i was like did you it, was it shipping from china she was like i think so oh, yeah. and so yeah it took like two months to get here and uh and so i look outside like thinking that was what you got me i'm like what the what is this? I bought you a giant, uh, giant Snorlax for you to, for you yeah. to live on, for you to lay on, yeah. <laughs> for you to live on. <laughs> you can live on your Snorlax, yeah. But okay. anyway, I saw her name and I'm like, oh, well, that's the big unicorn because she's been like, hey, if you see a, a giant package, it's probably that. Yeah. So, yeah, then I found it and yeah, so uh, it was from Super Giant Games. Trey got me the soundtrack to Hades, the actual yeah. official soundtrack. So, that nice. was pretty badass, yeah. And Wait. now I have two albums to listen to in my car. Yeah, you you don't have now you don't have to wear out the Chrono Trigger CD there and on there anymore. Mm. <laughs> I would I would have I would have bought you the record, but the record was like sixty, and I was going oh, I was no going worries, I was going lower for the uh, for the gifts this year. So the yeah. oh the, I, I we all were the, 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 the CD was perfect. It. So you know, oh yeah, it's a two disc set. It has like everything on it. Like that la- that very last song you get in the credits is like just so freaking cool. So I'm cl- I'm glad I have that on on an album. So. Yeah, thanks, Trey. Uh, now I can listen to two of my favorite games while I'm driving. Pretend like I'm in a video game. Yeah, don't go swerving around though, like in Hades. <laughs> I go? mean, I, I mean, sometimes it feels like hell when you're driving, so it's like that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. Traffic doesn't get too bad here. I think it does, but then I it really doesn't. Otherwise, this week I think the big thing I've been playing. I probably put about much, as much time into it as uh, Phoenix, and that's uh, I started a new file in stardew valley i don't know why i don't know why i'm doing doing that to myself but because you love because you love that fucking game i do that's why so i started a new file and i didn't want to like you don't know you don't know how to quit stardew valley you can't do it it's true (laughs) 
So I decided I was going to start a new one with one of my alt, my uh, Japanese profile, which I've also did the same thing for my uh, for my uh, new playthrough through Odyssey, which I haven't really touched in a few weeks. But uh, yeah, so I decided this time I was going to play as a female, just change it up a little bit. I mean, it doesn't really change anything, but I decided, you know, just to change up my character since my uh, since my Japanese uh, eShop account is Gerantula and it's it's Samus is my um, my avatar. So I was like, oh, might as well just have it be a, a chick this time around. So, yeah, I've been having a good time. Also, I chose like the uh, like the map is like called Island or something. Yeah, there's all those different farms you can get now. So, so are you like I on tried, the water? Yeah, I tried whatever. a new shape of farm and uh, it's fun. And I'm now that I know what I'm doing, you know, I've already like probably accomplished more in the first season than I did like the first year I played the first in-game year that I played it. Cause I didn't really consult anything. I was just kind of bumbling through it when I played it before, but uh, I guess they added a bunch of new stuff to the PC version. I don't think the switch has received a patch yet, but um, not, none of that's in this version. So I really only started again just for fun. So that's what I've been doing this week on video games. Uh, t- played some Tetris 99 with Shauna, but yeah, there's a, there's an event coming up this weekend. Is there for Tetris and Mario thirty five? It's it's in the notes, but yeah, there's a was it Kirby Fighters two is going to be the thing for Tetris ninety nine Maximus Cup and uh, Coin King Coin King Clash is what it's called for Mario thirty five. It's basically going to be it's an event where you just have where whoever has the most coins wins instead of like staying alive. So that'll be interesting to try out. But they're both the same time. They're both like Thursday, like Thursday night through like Monday night, I think. So the seventh through the eleventh. So play those over the weekend. Well, for me, you know, I got back into Animal Crossing a little bit after after the uh, New Year's party. Even uh, I played on New Year's Day for a while, and it was kind of fun to you know tinker around in in this place that I hadn't been in five months. As my neighbors reminded me, they said. <laughs> You know, I haven't seen you in five months. One of them said, I haven't seen you in six months. I was like, wow, it's really been that long. Yeah, so I didn't get too much into it, but it, it's just interesting to check in and see how everybody's doing. Uh, I got rid of one person whose name I couldn't remember, so I figured that means yeah, I should let him go. Mm-hmm. Other than Animal Crossing, I made another go at Moon, and I'm still trying to get past the opening. So have you? did you get like the cookie for Grandma? You've done that at yeah. least, right? Okay. I got that, yep. Because I was trying to think of like... Because I think I did the cookie for Grandma, and then there's the soul of the monster after that that's right next didn't to there. Get, Have you done that? I didn't get that, no. Um, I got the king's card. Like, you go talk yeah. to the king, he gives you a card, and then the the pigeon just told me to look on the back of the card, and there was something written on the back of the card about meet me after dark. You can't do the pigeon. You can't do the pigeon thing until way later, by the way. Because okay. you need to be able to last for, like, three days straight. To go to go to the it's like two or three days to go to the pigeon thing so don't try that I spent a long okay. a lot I spent a long time trying to do the fucking pigeon thing but I think mm. there's I mean I'm right Jeremy right like right next to the grandma's house there's like a the soul slime the, monster there's mm-hmm. like a soul of a monster like right there I feel like there's a lot of stuff or at least there's a couple things for you to do right there where you can get some more hearts and you can level up from there and of course you went and slept after you gave grandma the cookie and all that stuff right. Because yep. you have to go to sleep to get your le- to get leveled up. So every time you do something, go back and go to sleep because then the person will appear to you in the dream, and you'll level up. So okay, yeah, 
So that's a lot. But I, I was able to find a good amount of stuff like in that area by the house. Like, or if you go you down, talking? like right under, say mo- straight down yeah. from the, from the house. Yeah, straight down from right. grandma's house. There's a lot of monsters. There's dead monsters. Well, there's a the little slime who always do. pops up every time I go by there. Is that what you're talking about? Well, a little blue monster from Dragon Quest. If there's a oh, slime, yeah. if there's a slime that pops up, you need to do something with it. Like we have to reunite the soul with the dead with the dead thing, and then you get hearts for that. Hmm. Have you seen the? Okay. Have you seen the soul of the monster? No. Okay. Because there's like I just seen every time I go by there, like the little, before I enter the screen, like when I come down from Grandma's house, before I actually enter the next screen, there the little slime monster appears, and then he runs away before I can uh, talk to him or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, you need to you need to find a way to interact with the slime. I don't I, remember how to catch him. Well, I remember there was one on when you go under the grandma's house. There's one that would like appear by a tree. It was like a dog or something, and you just go there and you just wait for the dog to appear, and that's how you get it. Hmm. That, that's how. I, okay. That's how I get it. You have to be. Yeah, there's one where there's the, the dog timing. goes down. Well, it's after the grandma gets sick. So I don't know if your grandma's sick yet, but uh, no. After she does, the dog will start going down and then he like pees on a tree and then a ghost shows up right afterwards like a, a ghost dog pretty much to like yeah you just stay by the tree and wait for it to show up and that's how you get it if you're trying to okay a lot of them are just about like early on or just about like being in the right place at the right time and like intersecting yeah. them before they can run away got it yeah it doesn't give you much of a hint as to what to do next well, I mean, you need to, I don't, I don't know how much, I mean, if you don't have that much stamina, you can't go around that much, but yeah, the, right. the basis of the game is they want you to like, it's like Majora's Mask kind of, you want, they want you to memorize everybody's schedule. So there may be certain people that go to certain places, not to give away, I don't want to like spoil it too much for you, but sure. the bar, you know, there's, there might be people at the bar where you can do stuff mm-hmm. at their houses or wherever they're from while they're at the bar. So like stuff like that. Like okay. you want, you want to be able to, you know, that's kind of how you want to think about it. Like I, I know there's at least a couple things you can do from people who are at the bar at a certain time and various stuff like that. So gotcha. it's, it's, I'm gonna it's, keep at it. I'm determined to love this game because <laughs> I know it's from the makers of Chibi Robo, well, and I are, see yeah. some of that Chibi charm in there. Like all the writing is really funny. The characters yeah. are funny, and like I'm gonna stick this through. I'm gonna beat this game. I'll say that right now. I mean, I'll beat I, this game. I looked at it. I looked Don't at worry. a. I looked at a walkthrough on GameFAQs that somebody made, like for a translated copy, just a little bit, just to get me started. But I only looked at like certain things, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I tried to find whatever it was I was trying to figure out, like that, like the dog ghost thing. I got it from there, you know. But I didn't look at anything else, so it's kind of like that. I tried to like limit myself on that, like just try to look at one thing and just try to progress myself. But yeah, I was to say you 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 voted you voted for that one on your game of the year list. So I have such faith in it. Yeah, yeah. I think I put it at number seven. Yeah, yeah. But that was the thing that it kind of bothered me about it too. Is they really want you to like know the town and and it was just like I just I got tired of wandering right. wandering aimlessly. I guess and right. Yeah, it feels yeah. like the two parts of the game are sort of antithetical to to one another. Where you're supposed to know the whole town, but you can't at the outset yeah. uh, walk around the whole town because you fall asleep all the time. Yeah, when there was an interview with the developers where they kind of felt like they they felt they felt a little reluctant or they they regret that they put that in there because they felt like they needed mm-hmm. to they needed to make the game more gamey than it actually needed to be. You know, that was something yeah. they stuck it in there because they're like, oh, there must be a reason for you to die. So, but if they they said if they remade it now, they wouldn't have put that in there. Like to where you, I uh, yeah, I don't know. If I, I think the game just came out at the right time for me because. I was still kind of on a high from Animal Crossing, but I wanted to take a break from it, and uh, 
And that game came out, and for whatever reason, I just the quirks didn't bother me that much. I'd say the first day or two I had it, they did, but once I found out, I just needed to like. Well, another thing is buy a bunch of bread if once you start having money. I just figured that out. Oh too, yeah, yeah, buy uh, yeah, you can eat food. That's what I was doing for a long time too, is trying to get my keep my stamina up by eating by eating food. And eventually, you won't even have to do that anymore. But yeah, you yeah. go to the shop in town, buy the the cheap bread. Also, Grandma gives you a cookie every day. You can stock up on those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing to stop you from just going to bed over and over again and getting a cookie. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, you can go to bed whenever you want. Sleeping but, in cookies, that's the life. But you do also yeah. find out <laughs> later on, like Trey was saying, like it'll be like days of the week and stuff where you have to be certain places. So you're going to be doing that anyway, where you're like, oh yeah, and that's a whole skipping days to get to like certain days where you can do things. I forgot about that. That's a whole another like headache because the days of the week are like symbols and they're not like. It's not like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah, Friday, whatever. Day. It's yeah. like it's like today is balloon day. day and like tomorrow's yeah. blue crown day or whatever. And it's like uh, mm-hmm. and you have to kind of you have to and- yeah you have to figure out the the number that they're in and it'll say like oh this is on Crown's Day and you're like when is fucking Crown's Day and you have to know that it's after I actually whatever. Yeah. I I went to like a you know the official Onion Games Twitter released like the manual for the game where you could like clip on it. It was like a PDF. And I actually screenshotted the the list of the days of the week, and that was my background on my phone for like a couple of months. Oh, so nice! Yeah, that works. I'm never uh, going to remember these these weird ass days of the week, so that did help a little bit. That's I mean, a good idea. Just like, I was determined to beat that game. I think just how weird it was, and sometimes you just get one of those games where you're like, I got I got to see this through. And so, I think I had a pretty good time with it, and it almost would have been my number two if it weren't for Hades swooping in there at the last second. Yeah, you had it at number three, right? Uh-huh. So you did have a good time with it. Oh, yeah. I think it's, you know, I've said it many times on the show, but had it come out, had I, had I played it when it first came out, it would probably be one of my favorite games now because I would have, I did, like, as a kid, it would have meant more to me. You would, right? have, you would have sworn by its, mm-hmm. by its, uh, yeah, if it was, yeah, it, it was a game that I got, like, yeah, when I was in high school or in college, I probably would have played the shit out of it and tried to know all the, it's kind of like me and, Majora's Mask, even though I did look at a lot of that stuff on, on a guide, but but I still love the idea of learning all the schedules of all the people like over three days and, and, this, the and this is a whole week, so you know, it's very similar. I think stylistically it's the closest another game has come to feeling like the original uh, Mario RPG as well. Yeah, even though I have to say, like, the fucking designs on some of those monsters are fucking awful. Like, they're... Oh, yeah. They're super whack, man. It's, it looks like some really, like some like some failed claymation a cartoon or something is like some of those are just really dumb looking it's like okay some of the art design is pretty don't sleep on that soundtrack pretty shitty the soundtrack soundtrack is amazing yeah yeah soundtrack is awesome but the soundtrack is so weird because you collect cds to listen to them so they're not even like it's not even story motivated music it's just stuff you just listen to on your disc man mm. in the game oh that's weird which is even weirder and you meet this. Weird that they came yeah. up with a modern format too. Like it would, it would not, just be silent if you didn't play. If you don't play the yeah, the, to give yourself a soundtrack. Yeah. yeah so that, so they're not actually mot- like dramatically motivated or anything. Aside from like when you play the game at the beginning, and there's that song that sounds like the Alephgard theme from Dragon Quest. But it's mm-hmm. yeah, you meet this guy. Well, you can actually find CDs in places before that, but you meet a guy that's selling them, and you can buy a bunch of them later. In the game, it's super weird too. Yeah, <laughs> We're everybody's asking. weird in that game. Yeah, everybody's got their own thing, but yeah. Well, the next game I played was an iPhone game, actually, uh, Wrestling Revolution. From uh, the creator's name is M. Dickey, and 
he's the creator of the upcoming Switch game, Wrestling Empire. Yeah, so. I, t- I tipped you off on that because I was doing a little uh, doing a little back research on M. Dickey. I was mm-hmm. trying to see if I could get in touch with him, see if he wanted to come talk to us about it. Uh, I don't yeah, think his, cool. I don't think his Twitter has a has DMs on it, so I might have to just comment or something and see if you because there's yeah like the first pretty much the first wrestling game as far as I know of is coming out on Monday for the Switch. I mean, well, there's there's the um, the Natsume Championship Wrestling yeah. that's on Super Nintendo, but you know that's an old. There game. was the WWE game. Oh yeah, I don't count w- that one. Eighteen, yeah, that everybody <laughs> sort of battlegrounds. Yeah, yeah, there is battlegrounds. I guess that one I was like, eh, it doesn't look. Uh, it looks bad. I don't know. People liked yeah. it. It's been on sale a few times, but no, but this one, but this one looks like it's trying to. They're trying to get that like N sixty four. I think they wrestling. got it. Like he, yeah, he did a good job. It looks like an N sixty four game, but even I would say better, a little bit better, like an HD N sixty four game. And most importantly, I think it actually plays pretty well, especially for the iPhone, you know, having no buttons and everything. Yeah, and I, he's I, got even. <laughs> He's got even more complex moves than than were in um, well, my experience with N sixty four would would pretty much end at the WCW NWO game. So maybe they got more complicated toward the end. But uh, I mean, they were this, this yeah. one. I think like uh, yeah. he threw in he not only reverses, but like there's like all a whole alternate list of moves. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just I don't know. It, it seems like each character has a bunch of moves. And then I was watching one of his YouTube videos too. And it looks like on the Switch game the Moves are going to be a little bit more dynamic in terms of how they sort of, I want to say, interact with one another, mm-hmm. right? It's it's not like it goes into a canned animation or something. Yeah. Like, you can, if you're in the middle of a move and it gets interrupted, it will more s- smoothly transition to the next move. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean... So I think yeah. putting a lot of effort into this. I mean, it, the original 64 games had a lot, a lot of depth to them also, by the way. You could, you could. There were animations for when you when you interrupted anything, because almost every move could be reversed in the original sixty four mm. game. If you were truly a hardcore player of it, you could re- you could reverse anything if you hit the right button at the right time. That was part of what I liked about so much about that game, is that even though some people might have thought it was a button mashing game, it is so not a button mashing game at all. It is mm. like a strategic fighter if you know how to play correctly, you know, because of. Like low, like soft grabs, was it like soft grab and hard grab and all that stuff? It's yeah, yeah. There was this whole strategy to it, and if they have any of that at all, I'm interested in it. And I would, you know, it's going to be twenty bucks. I'm planning on getting it anyway. I would pay twenty bucks just to not fucking play it on a touchscreen. Like I hate, I, I hate like fake buttons on an iPhone so much. Like I, mm-hmm. I can only play it so much because it's just like, it's like I can't play like this. This is dumb. Like this is terrible. You know, just I'm just not. I just don't want to play like play a game like that. You know. It is free if anybody wants to try it out. It's called Wrestling Revolution on the iPhone. And the, the other thing that I've been doing this week was there's a there's a meme going around. Have you guys seen this? Where people are creating fake Nintendo anti piracy screens. I I have anybody, anybody look at these. I haven't seen this. The only thing that I've seen is like I was talking about, like the fake direct paper. You mm. know that people are. That was the only thing I saw because I saw Nintendo. Right. So I saw yeah. uh, like. Another variation of the uh, cease and desist uh, simulator or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Mm. No, but people are going in there. At first, um, I actually thought these were real. Like, I, I want to say I watched a good half dozen of them before I was kind of clued in. Like, oh, wait, this is just something somebody's making. And they're doing them with, like, 
more recent games, you know, not, not just Nintendo or regular Nintendo games, which I assume would be easier to sort of fake something. You know, they're doing like Wii games and later on, and they're doing a pretty polished job of them. Like, I want to say my favorite was in Mario, Super Mario Galaxy 2. It's like a good 10 minutes of just, I think it's like two minutes of, of just like, right, here's the game. You know, it, it, you think everything is kind of normal, but then he like drops in little hints of like, hey, you know, piracy is wrong. Piracy is wrong. And just kind of builds up, builds up, builds up. And so it, it, that's why it really made me feel like, oh, this is actually something kind of real because somebody, obviously Nintendo did this because they put a lot of effort into it, but no, it's like some, some random people. So if you look up anti-piracy screens right now, you'll see like within the last two weeks, there's a whole bunch of them coming up. And some of them are really funny. Some of them are really creepy. Like Mario Party on the DS, the shy guy just eats Luigi. Yeah, so yeah, I saw so, that, and it's, and then they're in, and then they're in jail. Like there's like a right. There's one where they're in yeah, jail. The, well, then, yeah, that's the same. That's the DS one. It, it cuts to a shot of a or like a sprite of them all behind behind bars. So yeah, no, I never heard of I never heard about this before. Yeah, check out some of those. I put some links on our outline here, but you can see some of the interesting videos that people are making. <laughs> I mean, these obviously aren't aren't real because you know. Don't tell anybody, but I've played like stuff illegally, like on whatever, you know, and I mean, I've seen, I, I never did it, but you know, for people that I knew had the like little chip thing for the DS where you, mm-hmm. you know, like the tiny card and had all the games mm-hmm. on there. And I played through entire games on that, you know, and then they didn't get interrupted. So I bought them later, you know, cause I felt bad cause I liked them sure and played it for free. Did. I did. I, I, play, I bought them used, though, but it didn't matter because nobody got it. You know, the companies didn't get the money, but whatever. I do own physical copies of the like the two main ones I played was uh, Elite Beat Agents and uh, Hotel Dusk were like the two main ones that I played for free on there that I really enjoyed. And I bought hard copies of both of those. But it is funny though. I mean, just that somebody would think of this and just be like, "Oh, anti piracy stuff." I mean, now they just they just ban you, right? They just ban you from the Club Nintendo or eShop or whatever you can't even it's like what happened to me with the playstation you know they thought i was stealing money from playstation so i just got banned from the playstation network right never happened before but it did you know and like and like i said another you know another friend listener of the show uh he got he got banned because his account got hacked and you know they tried to steal uh fortnite bucks from him or whatever and he wasn't able to get on the nintendo network because of that because they thought that he was stealing it, even though somebody else was had hacked his account, you know. So it happens. But yeah, if that's all you've been saying, we should take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about beats. Hey you! It's a me, 
me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! back from the break uh we want to talk about we're going to talk about our beats beats of the year and stuff but first off i want to talk about some things some new stuff and actually i forgot to mention i have john's christmas present right here so i'm gonna i'm gonna open it i'm gonna open it live on the air so i know i know what it and well i wonder what it is (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 like oh yeah it's thick okay so I mean, this is an audio podcast, so nobody can see it, but this is a Galloping Ghost Day Pass. Oh, there's two of them. There was two? Yeah. Did you buy oh, I bought one. Did you I bought one. Did you buy two? It seems like they two. might have stuck together. Did you buy two? Because there's two. No, I bought No, I bought one. You got two. <laughs> it kind of seemed like they were stuck together when you peel them apart. Yeah, no, they were, Um. yeah, they have like that little, that gooey gummy stuff in the middle or whatever, and they're stuck All right. together. But yeah, Galloping Ghosts is, you know, we, we did an interview with Doc Mack a long time ago, back when you could go to a convention still, <laughs> uh, you know, at MGC, but he's a cool guy. And I went went there for my bachelor party also, you know. He's cool enough. He gave you two for the price of one. So, yeah. yeah. It's a big, big, big arcade place in Illinois, and Jeremy it's has one as well. It's arcade in the country. But now that we have two, uh, you know, Jess, I mean, I would, Jess would go with me anyway, so now I have. Yeah. Now we know we got two of them. But yeah, day pass for Galloping Ghosts. I don't know when. I mean, I don't know when I'm going to feel, you know, safe enough to be able to relax right. and play arcade games in a public place, but hopefully sometime. But hopefully thank you. Sometime, yeah. And they're and they're, no for, and they're forever. They're forever tickets. So it's like Midwest Gaming Classic. You know, you can do it. You buy it now, and you'll be able to use it whenever you want to use it. It doesn't really go away. So yeah. So I'd encourage anybody in the area or 
and he was, but he was just a fan of galloping ghosts wherever you are. Go ahead and buy him buy a pass. I don't encourage you to go right now, but buy a pass <laughs> to support the arcade. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great place, and they have a they have like the F Zero arcade, like from Japan that didn't come out here, and a bunch of bunch of stuff like that. Lots of cool Nintendo nerdy stuff. They have the they have the Nintendo arm wrestling game. There's like two of them yeah. too, right? Or is yep. it just yeah? Which is like a super punch out punch out spinoff. They got those as well. And that arm oh, wrestling right. game where it's the actual arm, yeah, right? You're holding that one's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a cool. One, yeah, yeah. So it's it's cool. Like yeah. Well, the the Nintendo one has a joystick, right? Where you like go, mm-hmm. you like have the rhythm. That's where you a go weird ask, right? Yeah, and one it was the, weird, but I got the really rhythm of it. Sprites. Yeah. It's really cool, and yeah, one of the characters ends up being a bald bull, like in disguise. Mm-hmm. So there is like a crossover between that mm-hmm. and Punch Out. So it's really neat. And uh, hot off the press is actually, I was just looking at because I was talking about David Walker earlier, who's been on our show from uh, Conman RDW. Um, surprise direct tomorrow. There's a surprise Monster really? Hunter direct on Thursday at oh, seven okay. at seven in the morning. So. I mean, we'll talk about it next week. We don't necessarily need, necessarily need to record again of it, but uh, he's he was saying that he's hoping that there'll be a demo dropping, which that would be great. That would, I would love to play yeah. that. For They've Mo- been really good about Monster Hunter demos. Yeah, for Monster Hunter Rise. So that's a game that I'm kind of like John was saying how you're swearing like that you're going to get through Moon. I'm swearing mm-hmm. that, that I'm going to swearing that I'm le- going <laughs> to learn to love Monster Hunter. That's my wow. that's my goal for this year. I'm I'm 100 getting Rise. And I want to teach myself to like it because, like, so many people love it and they just like right. rave about it. And I thought Rise looked great. I mean, you're basically, I mean, you got like Spider Man type abilities. I love Spider Man. You know, you yeah, I'm interested in it too. If it's yeah. not like the 3DS one, which I found totally boring and just like filled with menus all over the place. Yeah, that, that's, um, that's the problem. And I and from what I heard, uh, Monster Hunter World like streamlined it a lot, and it took a lot of that like menu management or whatever because they've always been kind of confusing to me i bought i bought monster hunter try twice i have it for wii and wii u and i still couldn't figure it out you know i mean i would just basically go and get my ass kicked by monsters and i know it's about like you know it's about like uh memorizing the attack patterns and dodging and having a crew with you and it's not like an rpg as to where you level up but you level it's kind of like breath of the wild actually breath of the wild took a lot of stuff from monster hunter where like you take monster parts and you make stronger armor out of those monster parts and you never actually ever level up you just get better armor that you get from defeating harder creatures is the idea of it and i just always really wanted to try to get into it and i just could not and i'm hoping that rise is going to be it's going to be that in between monster hunter world you know, it's going to be like the Monster Hunter World for Switch is what I'm hoping. Because I know the world's not going to run on Switch. But I figured that since they have such a good relationship, I mean, Monster Hunter was like a 3D, it was a DS, 3, a 3DS game for a while. That was like the main thing for it. So that's what I'm hoping, that it's going to be a more playable Monster Hunter. And it's all online. You know, you love, I mean, apparently what I was always told by my Monster Hunter friends is that I didn't play it right because I didn't play it online. That it was supposed to be played online. And single player was not don't play don't do single player play online. So I'm hoping to get in you know get into play with like one of our you know one of our uh, past guests or something that's playing it and like you know I can get on a we can actually do some full on multiplayer because I'm determined to try to get into it. But yeah, it's gonna it'll it will will have happened by the time we post this. So if anybody notices we're missing news, that's why because of that. So wanted wanted to mention that real quick before we get into the stuff that we made it through. 
I guess we can run over the releases really quick. I kind of talked about stuff already, but um, there's the two events for Tetris and Mario 35. Uh, Double Dragon Neon is out, which actually we really, really wanted to get, and I'm probably going to still end up getting it because it's a um, what's it's that t- it's the company that Mark Bozon's brothers on. Way forward. Yeah, it's a way it's a way forward game. So uh, I've heard good things about it, and. I like Double Dragon. It's sure it's better than Double Dragon. That's Shantae, 4, right? right? Isn't that Way Forward? Yeah, yeah, Way Forward mm-hmm. to Shantae. They also did um, the uh, the other one, the Katana Zero. Uh, no, that was uh, uh, that was the that was Devolver Digital, River City Girls. They made that one as well, which is I only played a little bit of, but it was really good. But they're they're very good at doing like retro style games. Like they they've done they've done a bunch of like well like Shantae, but like inspired, you know, stuff like that is is kind of what I've what I've known them for. So. I wanted, I wanted to check it out. I just didn't have time to play it, so I didn't get it, you know, because I still have money on my account. But I, I was thinking about getting into this. Have you guys seen the talk about Sense, the cyberpunk ghost story that's coming no. out this week? Mm-mm. It's a, okay. Oh. So it's like a, it's a two, it's like a 2D, um, horror game, I guess. It's supposed to be inspired by Clock Tower, which, which John, which John talked about. It's supposed to be like a mix of Clock Tower and Fatal Frame. It's what I've heard about it, but it's a science fiction horror game, and uh, the main character looks uh, physically impossible. Like <laughs> if you've seen her, she has like she's like a robot with gigantic boobs or whatever. But apparently, um, apparently they were getting death threats from people online, like of people asking them to censor the game, like the company, and people like uh, threatening to review bomb them and whatnot if they don't censor the game. And they said, "Fuck you, we're not censoring it." But I don't know what it is. It just seemed intriguing to me, so I might end up getting that one. But that comes out this week. It comes out on Thursday. Look it up. It's a sense of pir- a cyberpunk story. It looks very uh, looks like an anime horror science fiction game, which I don't have enough science fiction games on my Switch. So I was thinking about that, and of course, Werewolf comes out this week as well, which I which I played the demo for. Just to have an idea about it for this, because those guys, you know, the the guys who made it were super cool. So definitely check it out. And I think that's that's the big releases as far as the other. I say we Jeremy hinted at it, but do you guys just want to talk a little bit extra about the NPCs, the me NPCs for uh, Breath of the Wild? I don't know a whole lot about the actual details of what it is, other than it's based off some more advanced function of the the me maker. But the all the NPCs in Breath of the Wild have similar features, and somebody figured out how to hack the game and basically import me's into it. And some of the screenshots are pretty funny. Yeah, it looks they I always thought they look kind of generic and I guess that's why cuz they're, yeah. they're, they're me's. me's. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's I it's, mean they did a good job making all, most of the characters look different from each other, like distinctly different, but that explains how they did it easily, probably using less resources as a result. Yeah, yeah. So, that's yeah. Is there any other news things you I I, don't, I can't really think of much no, else that I want to talk news. about. Okay. All right, so I didn't get to run down. I want to run down all the stuff that we beat from last year, just because we haven't really gone over the list yet and talk about our numbers and stuff. Did you want to say your mention your introduction to Nintendo, Hutch, before we get into the list? I can kind of add to your six degrees of seven bacon. You've had a lot of people on the show and everything like that. On my wife's side of the family, um, she's related to uh, the late great Buddy Hackett. Okay. And on oh. my my side of the family, uh, Hank Ketchum, the guy that drew Dennis the Menace. Oh, okay. Uh, in that vein, um, that my side of the family uh, had some cousins that uh, 
weren't real nice to us and you just basically got to sit there and watch them play the new and improved whatever that came out. Oh, sure. And that was sitting there watching them with, I mean, I grew up with Atari 2600 and that mm-hmm. stuff you played for score. You played for arcade type mm-hmm. of style. Yeah. Nothing ever had an ending or like what seemed to be a goal and getting to see Mario Brothers for the first time watching them play and uh, see all their mistakes. And I'd like to sit here and say that I finished the game after watching all their mistakes, but no, it was just good to actually be able to be able to play that initially. And then uh, that came into our home. My wife, shortly after we were married, that's where I got my first Super Nintendo. Mm. My story for the Wii is kind of similar to yours, waiting outside in a parking lot. Yeah. And uh, we had uh, our youngest daughter then in the car because it was cold in November up in Ohio doing that. And actually, somebody tried to get us to have to get out of line to go get her back out of the car when she was warmer sitting in the car than mm. standing outside in line. Yeah. We ended up with two tickets for the Wii, be standing there next to my wife or whatever. And I'm going to hang my head, but I did end up getting two of them. Mm. And I sold one of them to a member of the family for straight pay, no extra for it oh, or yeah, something. Oh, yeah, sure. Like I mean, yeah, you're not, like, scalping or anything. Or, like, no, selling um, it for way beyond, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, never owned a GameCube, never owned the Wii U, unfortunately. Finances and being newly married and everything like that just sure. didn't work out well. Well, well I mean, you, but, do, you do have, I mean, you have the Wii. The Wii is backwards compatible to the GameCube, which is such a cool thing. I mean, I think, I mean, the first, I think there were maybe later ones that didn't have it, but the first, uh, I'm sure the first generation of it was definitely there. So you well, can my always, son the Wii U you have because you have a Switch, so. Yeah. Well, my son's stuff uh, because the, uh, Mario All-Stars that just came out, uh, he only ever got to play Mario Sunshine on the GameCube that my mother-in-law owned, but they didn't have a memory card. So every time oh, he went no. over there, he started it from the beginning every time. So he's wow. looking forward to actually getting it all the way through. Wow, that's a, yeah, that's dedication that's to even like try to play it still. Like still, I, I bet he got really good at those couple opening stages, you know. <laughs> <laughs> try to see how far It'll he blow his mind to see any further. It, that, that reminds me of like when you would rent games, you know, like from whatever rental place and it, and you would like back in, our, you know, for us growing up, like renting like cartridges and stuff from places, I would always wonder if I was going to get the one that had my save save on it or not, you know, because I had a couple. So like when I was renting like Super Nintendo games and stuff and you'd play some of it and save it and it'd be like, well, am I going to get the one that I played on or is it going to be a different one? Like, you know, or, or they or will they have deleted my save, you know, and it was all kind of always kind of like a. It's just like a lottery to see whether you could continue where you were or you have to start all over again. So I kind of understand that had like no memory card thing there from my own. The people at the rental store were probably sadistic. They just popped it in and just deleted everybody's saves on purpose and then set it back out on the shelf. uh, I mentioned it on the show, but I went to this uh, rental place called uh, Village Video in Morton. And they were like, I thought it was cool because they actually, they they scanned and copied all the manuals. So the so you would so it would come with a manual with a black and white manual that was printed on paper, so you could read the manual, but it did just didn't have color. And I always thought that was really interesting that they did that. So they would actually so you would rent an NES game and it would actually come with a manual that they made from copying the regular manual. So that was an interesting extra step. They went the extra mile. The place near me would like laminate. Somebody would type out like an abridged version of the instructions. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah. And I always thought, I guess I was spoiled because village video would always would give you the whole like copied manual. And I didn't understand at the time how, how much a pain in the ass that had to have been to like, cause they, you know, they stapled it in the middle and all that. And it was like a book. It was just, yeah. 
Didn't they know no kids ever actually read the manual? They all just jumped in and played. I don't know. Sometimes you needed to. Some of when you're a like, kid, you're reading that thing on the way home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. I would do that too. Yeah, you 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 break out the you read the manual in the car on the way there. You know, I still I still do that. I mean, why well, you know if I'm driving to get the place, but I would I did that like like when I got the F Zero game for GameCube. Yeah. I remember opening it and looking at all the characters on the. Uh, in but the, you really should yeah. get other people to drive for you when you do that. I, I mean to mention that to you. I wasn't driving. I wasn't driving. <laughs> but it, at the time, my my niece was like really young. One of my nieces, and she was in the back. It was like with my sister and my mom. We went to Best Buy, and I bought it while we were there. And and uh, and like I was looking through the, and she was like really young, and she wanted me to. I was just like trying to describe the characters from F Zero to her, and it was pretty hilarious. She's like, she's like, is that a bad guy? I'm like, I I don't know. She's like, is he a bad guy? I'm like, uh. I'm like, I'm like, they're just racers. They're not really bad guys. He's like, what about him? Is he a bad guy? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> and I went through I all... I thought they were going to say you're driving and you're going to have her practice reading and redo the instruction manual. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I remember we just looked... She just looked, asked me all these questions about the characters in F-Zero. And then we got there and she's like, that book was really good. And I'm like, I'm like, cool. That book was really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was young. She was really young. But it was just, it was, it was funny that she said that. I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm like <laughs> trying to explain to her that these are racers and they're actually not. It's like there's no bad and good here. They're just trying to win, you know. <laughs> trying to explain F zero to like a five year old, however free, old she was. Pers- personal pan pizza for Pizza Hut for reading it. Yeah. <laughs> the Book It Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mentioned that on the show, but I used to read. Uh, I would read the Choose Your Own Adventures because they were way quicker to read. For the book, for the book club, Let's try to get the bad ending. Well, I mean, because you could read them in like twenty minutes, so I could read like all the choose your own adventures at the library and get extra points for. That's how I would do it. I would just read those and be like, "Oh yeah, I read the whole book." You know, even though it's just one story, you can get through it real quick. But yeah, um, let's start. Okay, so I'm gonna just go like on the list that I have here, and uh, I guess the way I, the order that I have it is Jeremy, myself, and John and Hutch on here. So we won't have to spend much time on the games, but Jeremy, you you ended up with thirty six points. Okay, I wrote down the games. I wasn't sure how, if you had kept track of everything, but and if and if I mess something up, you know, let me know. I've been trying to keep this. I've been I've been keeping this uh, <laughs> this like note on my phone for like a year, so I was trying to keep <laughs> everything in there. But this is what I have for you. I have uh, Luigi's Mansion, Donut County, uh, Dragon Quest One, Dragon Quest Two, Animal Crossing, Panel de Pon. Yoshi's Island, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Bros. 2, Short Hike, uh, Paper Mario Origami King, Exit Loop, Super Mario Bros. Moon, Super Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy 3. Oh, wait, no. It's just just Mario it's Galaxy, Mario Galaxy. With, with three points. Why would you do three <laughs> points? Uh, no. Wow, they came out with a third one. Yeah. Super, yeah. Mar- Super Mario Galaxy, Super Mario Bros., probably the Super Nintendo one, Hades, and Catherine is what I have for you for 36 Yeah, points. did you get the... Did you count Mario on the Game & Watch? I wanted to make sure. <laughs> I beat it on the Game & Watch. Oh, I probably did, yeah. Well, there's two Super Mario Brothers. Did you beat the NES one and the Super Mario All-Stars one? Yeah. And the right. and the Game & Watch one? Yeah, probably. Well, I'll give you an extra two points. You I had forgotten that I, beat, uh, that I beat Luigi's Mansion this year, but I remember now. Uh, now he's getting he's getting 10 clears for Hades, right? <laughs> I should. I've actually <laughs> yeah. got 11. But uh, those are well learned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I haven't beat it even once because I kind of 
I, I fell out once I got uh, Mortals because I'm like, I like playing. I this felt one pretty better. good about that. I would have said, I didn't know if it counted or not, but Super Mario 35, I got first place in that a couple of times. I didn't know if that counted as beating it. That should. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't put that in there. You guys are breaking the rules now. Well, sure, I'll, <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. Now you have like, uh, now you have like 30. But what, what were the Mario games? I know I beat Mario 2 as well. Yeah, it's on there. I have it on there. Okay. I read yeah, it. I, I read it. Everything. So here's what I got I got Resident Evil 4, Moon. Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest 2, Origami King, Animal Crossing, Hades, Sunshine, Galaxy, 64, Mario 35, Catherine, uh, Mario on Game Watch, Luigi's Mansion, Donut County, Short Hike, Exit Loop. That's everything, right? Yeah. Besides the SNES and NES um, classic games, they're the ones on the yeah. NES Online, which... Yeah, did you put... Was Donkey Kong Country on there? Because I played all the way through that. Uh, you didn't mention it on the show, so I didn't put it down. I didn't? Okay. I did play all the way through that when it came out, and yeah. uh, I think that's pretty much it, though. We'll say, uh, we'll say, like you got like forty-five points. I give you a little bit extra there for those couple ones that I missed. Let's round, round it up, I guess. So it's this, a little better than I thought I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I have. Or I guess I could, I could do mine last. Okay. So John, I have eighteen points for John. Hey. All right. John has. <laughs> John has. Uh, Animal Crossing, The Late Shift, Streets of Rage 4, uh, Not So Many Championship Wrestling, because technically you beat it with me in Tag Team Online. Oh, uh, that one, yeah. Sonic 2, Super Mario World, Hide and Dance, Niketsu, Renegade, Kunio Kun, Picnic Panic from The Messenger, and Super Liminal. Does that sound about right? Sounds about right. And if we're counting Super Mario 35, I've done mm-hmm. that too. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't counting it, but if you guys want me to count it in there. I mean, I Did you ever get first place? No, does that mean I? I, I didn't put Tetris ninety nine. <laughs> I didn't put Tetris ninety nine in there when I unlocked all of the, all, all of the borders or whatever. Like That's all, true. Like if you want to leave things. those games out, you can. I just okay. I felt pretty damn good about myself when I got that first place. Sure. I felt like I beat a game. I just didn't. I just didn't count it. I guess I don't know. I, I also said I beat Hades before I, I actually beat it. So well, you know, I think the reason that I didn't count it is because. I wanted you to have unlocked all of the levels also in Super Mario 35, and that would count as a beat for me. Oh, I think think that's what I was going for. We have to get all of them, which is a feat in itself. Because if I, and I don't think I put Tetris 99 down for me, even though I did unlock all of the different themes for the game, but I never saw credits necessarily. I'd say I also did, I didn't count all the weird games I played on Dreams. Yeah. Like, yeah, but those Game don't people. count. Those aren't real yeah, games. <laughs> sure, they're super duper indie. Those are just dreams. Like really, really indie. <laughs> I mean, it's like <laughs> I mean, if Nintendo intervenes and put a cease and desist on all the Mario games that people made, yeah, then I think they're real games. I mean, well, that you could say like all the levels that John played on Super Mario Maker Two like count. That's true. Like that. That's true. I win by but then 10 John wins points. hands yeah. down. Yeah, <laughs> the eight hundred hours of Mario Maker Two. With a, yeah. yeah, with a multiplier for hours, please. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. get it. We got to we, go. we got to stick to the to the uh, the definable end end in games that have an ending. So here's a. Game. Let me know if this if there's anything missing. I tried, like I said, I tried to keep track of all these. So Hutch, I have uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Bad Dudes, uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, fi- hashtag FE, which I forgot that game came out last year. It came out like the very, very beginning. Uh, Battle Chasers Night War, uh, Moro, Chronicle Hyper, Castlevania 3, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Complex, Resident Evil 3, Claire, Castlevania 1, Final Fantasy 12, Super Mario Brothers, Siggy, 
the Vader Immortal 2, Super Hot, Far Cry 4, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Super Battle Cards, Child of Light, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, Xenoblade Chronicles Future Connected, Friday the 13th, The Puzzler, Fairy Fencer Advent, Sat- Saturday Morning RPG, Catherine, Journey to the Savage Planet, Erica, Fairy Tale, Shin Megami Tensei 4, Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3 from uh, the the uh, All-Stars game, The Lost Levels, Down the Rabbit Hole, Xenoblade Chronicles The Torna DLC, uh, Bulletstorm, Mario 3 on NES, Super Mario Galaxy, Hades, Invento, No More Heroes 1, No More Heroes 2, and Immortal Phoenix Rising. Did I miss anything in there, if you remember? <laughs> I genuinely don't. I've, I've left it in your hands. Uh, I posted everything that was up there, so you would have been able to look through a record of it anyways. So I tried I tried to keep up to date. Like Whenever, whenever anybody mentioned anything on the show about beating something, mm-hmm. I would add it to the notes. And if I saw anything online about beating it, I would add it. And I don't know why I missed the Immortals one. I figured you would beat it, and maybe you were just waiting to... It was going to be like your ace... Like your ace in the hole at the end, and be like, "Wait, hold on, <laughs> one know? more game." Yeah, I got one more. <laughs> yeah. So now the uh, small aside, uh, just before you decided to do that, uh, not last year, so it would have been 2019, just before Thanksgiving. Uh, I stepped in somebody's yard wrong and folded my ankle over. Oh no! And uh, okay. then, like a week later, uh, my dad did the same thing at the end of his driveway. So we both had matching boots on our feet, but it yeah. kept, prevented me from going to work. So from a couple of weeks before Thanksgiving through Christmas, just before New Year's is when I came back to work. But during that time, I finished, if you'll indulge me for a second, go, I finished go God, God Over Bado, Tales of Vesperia, Dragon Quest Eleven, Hollow, Nino Kuni, Lines Infinite and X, Astral Chain, uh, Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening, Shining Resurrectance, Refrain, Final Fantasy IX, Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, Super Neptunia RPG, uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4, Steam World Quest, Breath of the Wild, Gunman Clive Collection, Cat Quest, World Next Door, Late Shift, Travis Strikes Again, Super Mario Odyssey, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, and that's what I did with my time when I was sitting there not able to move anywhere with the boot. And then you oh. said, hey, let's finish a whole bunch of games. And I'm like, shoot, <laughs> I should have I saved all of those. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm not going to go back and have them be counted because that'd be just wrong. But no, I, I, think, I, was, I was See, if that happens again at the end of the year, yeah. you should get to the very end of the game and then wait until just wait January it, 1st yeah. and just finish each yeah. game like yeah. quickly. Oh, that's going to be my strategy for the next, like, five years. I'm just going to be a real blank for five years, and then I'm just going to blow you out of the water right. in, like, what, 20, 26? games. Yeah. I think he's already yeah. waiting in the wings. He's just not telling us. <laughs> I, I yes, a, I, mean, I meant that, that, that. That's what I meant. I'm doing it right now. That's the plan. I have, like, a list of games that I made of just stuff that I'm like, and it was a list of games I was going to beat before the end of the year, and I didn't. You know, like, the last one I got was the one that, you know, Squadrons. But I think, you know what, you going through that list, I think I forgot one. Didn't you beat one of the Hyperdimension Neptunia games on Switch? Or whatever yeah, was, one is uh, on there? The seventh one, yeah. yeah well, it, they don't call it seven, but it's Mega Dimension Neptunia 7, or it's VII, whatever. Yeah, because I, I, I think it might be missing from my list. 
Because as I was reading through it, I don't think I mentioned any of the any of the Neptunia ones. So that one might put you over. I mean, that hey, you probably spent over over thirty hours on that, right? Oh, probably. Yeah. I mean, it's a. I mean, it's an RPG. It's hard. It's hard not to. However, you spell it. I don't know how to spell it. I just put <laughs> hyper hyper dimension. That's what I put in there because I don't know how to. I'm not. I'm not going to worry. I'm, I'm like I don't know how to fucking spell that right now. Uh, yeah, that might that might put you over the top on the on the list here. Okay, so here's here's what I have on mine. Um, Mortal Kombat 11, the story mode. Uh, 1980X. Remember that game? Oh yeah, it's on my yeah. wish list. It, it had an incredible soundtrack and an incredible story. It was just. It was over before it even began. It was just, it was, they're supposed to add stuff to it later. And I really liked it, but it's so quick. You can beat in like an hour. And it's like, I feel like mm. this place could, I just felt like this game could have gone like way farther than it did. And then it's just like over. But the stuff that's in it is really, really good. That's my quick review of that one. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, of course. That was my big one right at the beginning of the year that I played a whole bunch. Uh, when I was still working like regularly. Uh, Tetris, Tetris 1. I got to the uh, the rocket ship exploding on the Game Boy game. Outrun Team Sonic Racing. Uh, Dragon Quest XI second credits. Gave myself an extra one for that. Because there's a whole like another 50, 60 hours in there. Um, Mega Man Zero One, WWF No Mercy on 64. Mega Man Zero Two, Animal Crossing, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, Jedi Outcast, Luigi's Mansion 3, Last Fight, Jedi Academy, Streets of Rage 4, Final Fight 3, Dragon Quest 8, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Panel de Pawn, Super Monkey Ball 1, Fortune Street, What the Golf, Katamari Damacy, Ion Fury, Curse of the Moon, Otterman Empire, <laughs> that game, uh, <laughs> Smash <laughs> Brothers. Wait, you played all the way through Monkey Ball? The first one, yeah. You got all, you played through all the levels? I got the credits. Okay. I made okay. it to the interactive credits, I thought that counted. Okay. I beat the medium difficulty level. All I didn't right. beat all the hard ones, but I made it to the credits. I forgot there wasn't a story mode in that one. That was two. It's Monkey Ball two. one, yeah. It's the first Super Monkey Ball. Uh, Liberated, uh, Natsume Champ- Championship Wrestling, Donkey Kong Country, uh, Final Fantasy Four, Donut County. Um, why do I have Final Fantasy Four twice on here? <laughs> uh, I played Pan- the second ending. Panzer Dragoon. A short hike, night slashers, exit loop, DuckTales. Oh, that's the DuckTales remastered. Super Mario Brothers One, Super Mario Brothers Three, Super Mario Sixty Four, Hot Hotshot Racing, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, Doom Sixty Four, Resident Evil Revelations Two, Bullet Storm, Super Mario Sunshine, Castlevania Four, No More Heroes, No More Heroes Two, Ease Origin, Super Mario Galaxy, Abzu. Oh, I guess uh, I didn't put Project Warlock on here, but I beat the shit out of nice. that game. That's on your list. I know. I love that game. I don't know why I didn't put it. In, I put it on here. I think yeah, because I probably I probably forgot some too. But the, yeah, the last one I have on there that I beat was Star Wars Squadrons for PS4, which was a that was a goal that I had was to beat a PlayStation 4 game because I've never done it. And I finally did because that one's <laughs> not that long, but it's great. It's a great game. I don't. I mean, it's it made me interested in VR just because it would just look so good. But I don't know. I heard it made some people sick just because of the flight simulator style of it and and like first person and all that stuff but so with my this is what i with like some stuff added from what i'm looking at here on my list we're actually tied at 90 points what oh how did i get 90 points 
Well, not you. Oh, damn. <laughs> no, I said I gave you 45. And John, <laughs> and John had, let's say, we'll, we'll give John 20. That was 18. But So, yeah, yeah, we ended up tying at 90 because I thought you were going to be one over. But I forgot Project Warlock, which is crazy because I played the crap out of the oh. game. I beat it live on Twitch. You can watch it. It's, I have proof. <laughs> I was actually streaming it to like whatever two people were watching. But yeah. Well, you said, second, this you said second credits, and Immortals has that first credits at the beginning, and then at the okay. end too. Oh yeah, but I don't think that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm just teasing. I mean, I guess I could give you a point for getting the extra credits on Hades. You know, that would that would put you over because I was trying to do like because you know because there's a week well, you don't you only get Hades the what you only get the credits after you beat it ten times. That's why yeah. I said earlier, yeah. like I, I was, it was false for me to claim that I beat it after I. Fi- I really, truly had only escaped the first time at that point. Yeah. But I will say it was way more fun to, to get out after you get out the first time. Like, yeah. It very rapidly becomes a lot more fun to, like, to get out. Yeah. you Unless you set yourself up for a hard time, you get really OP fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can just, like, blow through it. And that's why people are saying that, I like, oh, yeah, I could just beat it in, like, 20 minutes. That's very rapidly, the fun of the game becomes, like, making it harder on purpose. That's the only way you can level up the weapons. Mm-hmm. Is there, I mean, what was your, out of all these games that you played for like beat of the week and all that, like what was your favorite game out of there? It seems so uneventful. We went through the whole list and I'm like, there it is. But that's oh, no. like a year's worth say, of games. I, I picked out three favorites. Are you prepared? Yeah. Fairy tale, just because I watched a lot of the uh, anime and that stayed pretty true to the story and everything like mm-hmm. that. It wasn't really too long to actually beat through it, but it was good. Final Fantasy twelve, just because I cheesed that one. I think I was barely a level 30 and managed to use all the shells and reflect towards the end boss on that and mm. be able to beat it in a ridiculously short time. And uh, I've mentioned this before, I think talking to John, Journey to the Savage Planet is absolutely Metroid Prime. If oh, you're yeah. looking for a cheap yeah, yeah. Metroid Prime that plays just like that. Oh, really? That's, that's fantastic. Don't don't pass that one up. Even even with its full price of thirty bucks, that's amazing. Yeah, because it was on because it's like sixty, right? But it was on sale for thirty for a while. I remember seeing that. It's thirty every day. Is it? It's on sale. It's less than that. Oh no! Oh, I was I was confusing it with the other one with the um with the Fallout Four one. Well, Outer Worlds. No, that one's sixty. Outer Worlds, yeah, because it's like kind of similar, right? Or no? No, Journey to the Savage or Outer Worlds is more like. Bethesda type of like Mass Effecty type thing, yeah. or or Fallout. That's what Out of Worlds is like. Journey to the Savage Planet is um, like a first person Metroid Prime. Oh shit! I I didn't know that. I thought it was another. I thought it was like a smaller version of uh of the other one of, of Outer Worlds. Like that's that's what I got from it. Kind of no, cartoony it's, it's too, almost, right? It has like sense of humor to it. Yeah. Every time you come back into the ship, they've got like a different commercial for something that's like off the wall. And it's real people in the commercials and stuff, even though you're in like a cartoony place. But it's like, but it's like explorative, right? Like you're going through and finding like stuff to power up your suit and shit like you would in Metroid and all that. But not like roguelike or anything else like that. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot speak more highly about that game. Oh shit. I, I I should play it then. I thought it was like Fallout. So that's why I didn't look at it. You know, I was like, I thought it was another RPG Fallout thing. And I've, you know, I've watched people play Fallout. It's whatever. I just, you know, I'm not that huge of a fan of Bethesda. They burned me enough on the on the Elder Scrolls games, or at least the one that I played that I hated so much. So, I mean, 
it was a journey to the savage planet. Definitely yeah. check that one out. It's not super long, but it's definitely it's as close as you're going to get to Metroid Prime until they're willing to finally give us the trilogy or four. Yeah, mm. I felt like Doom Eternal was almost Metroid Prime too. It's such a weird, it's such a weird fucking game. That was going to be on my list of games that didn't measure up to what I thought they would be. Is Doom Eternal because what the fuck? Way too much jumping and climbing in that game. It's like it's felt like they just. I felt like it was like that one person that was a, that was mad that it wasn't like Titanfall, and they just decided to make it this stupid game where you just jump everywhere. I don't know. That game was a disappointment, and and it took forever for it to come to Switch. That was another. There was another knock on it. I played it on PS4, and it's just kind of like too much platforming. I never yeah, played Doom. Were- I never played Doom for platforming. Like, what is this? What is this game? This game is weird. I don't know. It's just like so strange because it, it's uh, so much fucking jumping. That would be my review. Too much jumping. You know, <laughs> <laughs> too much fucking jumping in this game. It's uh, yeah. You don't need a ping pong effort or anything. Yeah. So, I think I think my personal favorites from the list of the year was, uh, I mean, of course, the two big ones: Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, and. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, mm-hmm. like two of my favorites on the system. And uh, where was Xenoblade Chronicles two? I didn't beat it. I never played it again. Mm-hmm. I I, I redownloaded it. I redownloaded it on my system, but I never went back to it. I went back to X for a minute, and then I realized that X is still like completely unplayable because of the tiny fucking ass font in that game. It's so annoying. Like even in my even on my like sixty five inch TV, it's still like the font is still fucking tiny. And it's just I watched like, it for a while, and it didn't seem like it guided you toward the mission in any decent way either. It's hard, yeah. It's it's kind of hard for you to go to the right thing, and it's and I love I loved X, like I really love Xenoblade Chronicles X. Like I put like almost two hundred hours into that fucking game, but it's and I wanted to come back and finish it, but it's the it's the text. I can't do it because it I want to because what I need to do is I need to go back and do all the submissions, but when you can barely read what the submission is because the font is so tiny. It's like you don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> so it's like, and what I and I remember when it came out, I would put it on the I would make put it on the Wii U pad, and I would look at the Wii U pad really close to try to figure out what the what the thing was, and then I'd you know tap the pad to put it back on the TV, and then I try to figure out where I was going, and then I look at the thing on the pad again, and then like put it in the TV, and I'm like, if they if they re released it with bigger font, I would I would buy it again on on Switch, even though I put so I much time into it, just because I really like the game, but. They made it so hard to play with the, with just the tiny ass fucking font, like it's yeah. small. It's really small, and it makes it it makes like what and and the game. I like the game great. Like the you know the the like battle system is intact and all that, and they made it a little bit better than one, and it didn't become whatever two was, which I never really quite figured out. But and the music is just ridiculous and awesome at the same time because it's all like lyrics and stuff and. Yeah, it's it's great. It's it's a incredibly terribly awful. Like, I but, think but I great would, at the same time. I think I would definitely rebuy that game if it came to the Switch because I've just felt so much guilt about never finishing it after putting, you know, like you said, probably close to maybe not quite two hundred hours, but it's well over a hundred hours into it. And uh, well, shit, yeah, it's got to be over one hundred and twenty. It's um, yeah, it's long. How, what was your time on, put on that it. one, Hutch? What was your time on two? On two, probably. I, know, I was talking about X. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't have X. I haven't played it because it was the Wii U thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was at least thirty hours for that one. It definitely correlates to Definitive Edition for Xenoblade Chronicles One, though. Yeah, there is yeah. an ab- absolute, definite tie-in. Yeah, I mean, are you ever going to try? 
I mean, because I'd love to tell you something right now, but... <sighs> uh, well, I mean, how how much spoiler is it? It's like, well, I know you said that Shulk is in the game, that he's a yes. blade, right? I remember um, you saying well, that. There's there's specific stuff you can do for the DLC for him to be a blade, but it's it's towards the end and mm-hmm. in, in dealing with Zanza and everything like that. I, I mean, it, there's direct ties. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is it like super like story spoiler or something? Yeah, I would say so. Okay, because I do I do want to don't get me wrong I do want to get through it and I want to try to learn the battle system because I love Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition so much that I wanted to try to go back and do the other ones, but they're long, long games, and it's also kind of trying to stay somewhat current for the show and all that, so that's kind of well, where I'm well, at on that. But Well, for, for that one, uh, 2 was the one that I had contact with because I didn't have it for the DS and didn't mm-hmm. have it for the Wii or the Wii U or anything yeah. else like that. So I, it was a real treat to get to the end of Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and have it tie directly to that because I already knew what happened in 2. Oh, okay. So that was a real yeah. treat. Oh, okay. Which one do you like better? One or two? You're going to hate me, but it would be two. Yeah, I figured you were going to say two. <laughs> well, I mean, Corner was also really good as well. I mean, I, and I, I feel yeah. like the DLC, or not the DLC, but the extended stuff for Definitive Edition wasn't as good as Torna was. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I still have to get through the Future Connected, but it seems like it's they tried to make it a little bit more like two, where you have those, like, uh, you have the um, active time events or whatever you call it, like that we have to hit the buttons during the super move instead of like the first one where you can just choose whatever moves you do when you get to the super move, you know, it's, it's different in that way. And also like, you know, you, you lose all your shit in the second, which sucked. It's like you're level 60, but you lost all your, you lost all of your armor and equipment and stuff like that. And you don't, you only have one character from your party and you got to collect those fucking no pond dudes and and all that and whatever. But it was a, I mean, it's just as silly as and, and fun as the other one. I just kind of missed, I missed the ability to like, you know, have like your three guys talk and like fight at the same time and choose what moves they do and all that stuff from from the first one. So but I then, will say for Jeremy as well, uh, Sticker Star, I did try. I yeah. really tried, but I was ready to snap my DS in half and instead decided to finish Shin Megami Tensei Four. That was way easier than Sticker Star. I think you made you made the right decision on that one, <laughs> and that's another that's another big one that I'm really excited about this year about releases. Is uh, I want to I've never played. I mean, I've never really played any of the Shin Megami games. Like I have, I accidentally got Megami Tensei, the NES game remade for Super Nintendo instead of Shin Megami Tensei One. So I haven't actually really played it that much. But I got a you know a translated, fan made Super Nintendo cartridge that is like that is like because the in Japan, they did re-release a lot of the NES games on Super Famicom, so I have, like, the Super Famicom made into that, whatever that I got of the first two. But I really want to play those games. I played Tokyo Mirage Sessions. That was another one that I was so close to beating, and I just didn't because of, I don't know, whatever reason. I was like, I'm on, like, the fifth or f- the fourth or fifth act. Like, I think I'm pretty close to the end of it. So that was one I wanted to pick up and finish also. I just got distracted even, by other stuff. Even your path on Fire Emblem should have been shorter than... Because I did the Black Eagle, which has kind of a double thing going yeah. towards. It's longer to get to the ending on that one. I never even made it to the change. <laughs> oh. I didn't even make it to the big change, and I was playing through uh, the Golden Deer, and I put like fifty hours into it. So I don't know what I was doing wrong. But I was spending too much time in the cafeteria trying to link with the characters. I also spent a lot of time recruiting people from other houses. Oh, okay, so because I wanted to have you know, I use I always play as a female character in games. Just because every, you know, like 99% of most games are male male and 
protagonist, so I get kind of tired of that. So I try to, and I wanted to have a female. I wanted to have like a girlfriend, like a female girlfriend. And there's only so many like homosexual characters in the game, so I had to recruit people from Black Eagles because they're mostly because they're mostly homosexual in that one. So that was the whole thing because I was trying to recruit a girlfriend to have in the game, and that was trying to recruit people from the other side for that type of thing. But hopefully, I'll hopefully I'll finish it eventually. But hopefully, our uh, beat of the week and all that stuff helped you. Uh, get through more games, which is was what it kind of sounds like on here. From what okay. Also, it makes me feel like I need to get my ass in gear beat some games. First one for next year, then. Oh, yeah, you got that one. You did, you did Hyrule beat it. Warriors. You beat Hyrule Warriors, yeah. Oh, you beat it? Yeah. Oh, I, you're, already, you're already up on us. <laughs> I'll add it to the tally right now. Now, uh, that was really good. The story-wise, that was really good. I can't really say that it rescued the gameplay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I heard the main one of the main gripes that I heard from people was the the frame rate was was an issue. I game. didn't really experience a problem with it, to tell you the truth. It played just fine, it although was, I yeah. was playing it docked. So sure, and it and it was probably also mostly like the uh, just the nature of Muso games, where it's all about you know defending certain areas, and you know I've I played through all of Hyrule Warriors, the first one, and it was like yeah, it was like go over here. Defend this area, defeat the people there, go to this other area. It's like zones. For me, it was all about like defending zones or like capturing zones. That was, that was a big part of it, which I liked it because I liked, you know, because at the time I didn't have anything else to play on Wii U. But when this one came out, it's like I got all this stuff. So, but the story, yeah, the story is the main intriguing part of it. Is there, is there anything else you guys want to mention about like our beat of the weeks and stuff and all that? I think, I think we're good. I, I can't think, I think of so the, too because. You know, I kind of covered what my favorite games were that I had beaten in the in the episode 250. Yeah. 251. This thing, my favorite one that I beat was probably Picnic Panic. Because it just reminded me of how great the messenger is again. And it was just uh, a lot of fun to finally you know, complete that all the way. So. Well, and that was super challenging, too. Wasn't that yeah, it was. like, even more hardcore? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah the no. bosses were harder than the original. Yeah. I look, yeah, I looked at some of the footage of it, like while you're talking about it, and it looked really, really, yeah, it looked really difficult from what I could tell. It was really satisfying in that way because I think that totem pole boss. Oh, I think I, I don't even. Remember, that was the that was the boss that made me take a pause on it way back when. But I know that at least this go around, I spent I want to say six or seven hours just like perfecting that boss and finally beating it. It was really tough. Yeah. For sure, but it was rewarding to spend all that time. Really to, rewarding, yeah. To, to yep. dedicate yourself to it and all that stuff. Yeah, but I'll say it was never like, it, never was it just like, this is so unfair. It was tough in all the right ways. I just felt like I was learning bit by bit each time that I attacked it, and mm-hmm. um, um, it was you know time well spent. For sure, yeah. I will say I thought that uh, a notable thing to mention about beats of this year. Probably one of the most fun times I had was hopping on Twitch and having Trey talk me through 64 because even though that's one of my favorite games, you know, it's probably my top 50 favorite games of all time. I'd never really beaten it before as far as I can remember, not by myself. And some might argue having Trey help me, I didn't beat it myself, but I literally oh, went through the yeah, whatever. Of, you did of it. beating it yeah. with Trey's help. But that was a really fun night where I was like streaming it and you were like, oh, well, you should do this next or like. There's this, that, and the other, and like rather than consulting a guide or uh, looking at a YouTube video or something, I, you know, had one of my best friends tell me what to do, and 
ended up beating it as a result and felt super good about it afterwards that I'd finally could say, I've beat that game. That's incredible. That, that was probably my number three of my favorite games that I beat last year was uh, Mario 64 because I did it twice mm. and I beat it like an hour quicker the second time. So I felt like it was not, and it was fun to be on the stream and just uh, give you advice because I felt like the, I felt like the Mario 64, like, I don't know. I, I don't as much like as game I, counselor. As much as I love playing yeah. games, as, as much as I love playing games, and you had your feet kicked up it, on yeah. the desk. You had your big Nintendo counselor notebook. I got my book with like the three hundred yeah. games in it. Where, <laughs> Did where, you shoot at the corner? Of where, the where's Castlevania? Hold on. You know, like the. I'm sure you. Everybody always thought of that whenever they watched The Wizard. It's just that guy with the big giant book where he's like, "Double Dragon." Yeah, you got to go over here and hit that guy. No, it. You know, I, I love I love recording this show and and doing like podcast stuff. But you know, I always feel like I'm like I'm not that good at games. When you watch other people watch do speed runs and stuff, but I felt like for, for once I thought I felt like I was kind of good at a game. I'm like I kind of I'm pretty good at 64. I can beat it in a few hours in one sitting. You know, so it was a. I got to be the 64 sensei or whatever, or senpai or whatever you whatever you call that. But uh, I wish I wish that John could like stream in some way so you could play Moon and Jeremy would help you get mm-hmm. to the next thing. <laughs> you know, you could do oh, yeah. you could do a similar thing where Jeremy because Jeremy knows the game better than I do, obviously because he beat it. But you know, he could or you could just like send him a send him a screenshot or something and maybe he can help you. I played the game after where I was grinding in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're catching all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm glad uh, everybody had fun with the beats of the weeks and all that. And thanks for thanks so much for coming on the show. Yeah, it's really nice to finally meet you. Hope you had a good time. It's nice to actually like talk to you in real time instead of uh, Mm -hmm. messaging and all that. And I hope it. I hope the uh, any magic of the show wasn't ruined now that you're now that you've been on it and you've seen (laughs) behind behind the the scenes. (laughs) Yeah, we just never hear from him again. That's it. He's gone. (laughs) He's like, ah, I've, I've. He's like, there's no more worlds to conquer, right? It's like, uh, (laughs) you, you, you wept after after starring and or yeah, after after being on the show. There's nothing left to do anymore. I will say, Dave, I, or Hutch, I did mention on the show before, but I bought Phoenix as a result of your gift that you gave me. So, and you oh, kind of re- recommended it, but you're, you're part of the reason I own that game. Was well, that I hope you enjoy it. Generous gift yeah. that you gave me. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for all the gifts that you've given and, you know, just your support of the show in general. And, you know, you really help us to keep going. I see your, uh, I, I just noticed you had the little. In the background, you got some some little rewards. A cross stitch, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, and the other, oh, yeah. the, the other guys, yeah. I figured that way your five dollar Patreon people can definitely actually get to see what they might get <laughs> if they nice. bump up their level yeah, a little yeah. bit. There you go. Yeah, just, just of course, just wanted me to say hello and all that, and she said that that she is a fan of yours as well. So yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you. And definitely when you developed that for twenty twenty, this beat of the week thing, it helped to keep me centered. And give me something to take my mind off of all the crap that I was still having to go out yeah, into yeah. the world and deal with and everything like that. Hmm. So regardless of how many games or who won or anything else like that, it was just nice to have something else to focus on. So I greatly appreciate that. And I could tell that in you guys' voice and everything like that, March, April and stuff, the pain of not being able to have a steady jobs and everything like that and having to count on workers, you know, the... Yeah any of that extra money from the government coming in to be able to do anything that you guys needed a little bit of a boost or anything like that. And I wanted to say as my one more thing, I'm going to go ahead and fully do the $50 level through this year. Wow. Oh, really? To to fund. So, 
when yeah. we get done with, I know it won't actually show up for you until February 1st, but I'm going to cover everything right now. Cause you know, I just got my next stimulus and to be honest, working for the post office this past year that we just finished, I made more money than I ever have mm-hmm. just because of the ridiculous amount of hours. I've already been wow. over that with you before, but I mean, I, I was up at four o'clock in the morning and not getting home till like seven thirty or eight o'clock at night, mm-hmm. just trying to get yeah. everything delivered through. Uh, once everything switched over to uh, the political and then Christmas season and everything else like that. So uh, we, as a family of six here have plenty. Uh-huh. So I want to oh, make sure thank you. that you guys are taken care of through this. That year. is incredibly. Oh, thank, thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. Don't yeah, worry uh, about making any more or anything else like that. <laughs> I, I've got my treats here. Sure. I mean, so, well, I, yeah. Jess might want to make another one for you just because, but. I'll, I'll, I will let her know. But yeah, no, thank thank you very much for supporting us, and yeah. and you know, feel free to let us know if if you think we if you have any ideas about the show and all that. I'm always open to different things. I, I don't know. I, I try I try to make it um, interesting as much as I can, and you know, hopefully we'll have more guests and all that stuff. And it was this the show in itself really helped get me through the pandemic because I didn't feel like I was doing much else anywhere else. You know, so it's kind of like. Yeah, because well, especially like it kind of screwed. Like John and I, we both work like freelance jobs, and yeah. it was really hard. And I mentioned it before, I'm sure, but it was really hard for me because I was trying so hard to stay on top of things through like through like freelance jobs and all that shit. And then it just like this, just like the shittiest fucking wrench ever, just got thrown into all of my all of my plans because I was like, you know, I was, I was working on a decent show, and I was. You know, I was figured I would keep working on the show forever long, and everybody's really cool on that. And the show and the production company got completely shut down, so like all that like went away. So it's just kind of like, uh, it's really difficult for anybody who doesn't have a regular job that you can work from at home, or like even you know, and that's difficult. Also, I'm not saying you know essential people who had to go out in the mid- middle of this and all that, which right, yeah. And I, I know I remember you saying before when you were talking about Hades, it's like you're like you're working through my own hell, like through a delivery and all that stuff is like very much like like the game so well and but some of the other covid crap that affected us or whatever i mean my wife was rear-ended twice i was in a car accident in october uh my son's rabbit died our family dog died of 15 oh, years and oh, we gosh. found out that my dad had cancer and i went and took him to his treatments mm. so mm. it's it's been a rough year yeah on top yeah. of work so yeah. We just appreciate you so much. Like, I mean, we already did appreciate you so much just for listening as loyally as you have. And, uh, man, just, uh, it's hard to find the words to say. So thank you. Thank you. It really yeah. means a lot. Yeah. Thanks. And thank you for this opportunity as well. Of course. I'm serious. Yeah. I'm honored. Yeah. We will, uh, maybe we'll do it again in the future. I mean, I'm sure we'll do Definitely, it again in yeah. the future. But Definitely. if there's anything in particular you want to talk about, you know, always, always let me here. know. We'll have the beats of the week again next year, but maybe something before that. Right now, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I need you know, I need a particular game you want to talk about, and <laughs> you have a feeling like you want to come on again. Like, man, just let us know, yeah. like for real. Yeah, there's a lot of big RPGs coming up this year, so I mean, it'll be fun to. <laughs> I'm sure there's some stuff that you're that you're aching to play as well. So it's going to be a big year for that stuff, and uh, there's. A, I'm hoping we can all find enough time to get through all of them, but. But yeah, I think uh, I think that's that for this for this episode. Thanks again for everything and uh, for being on the show and and uh, yeah. And if if anybody wants to you know listen to other of our podcasts, you can find us at nintendomepodcast dot com 
or uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. YouTube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Go watch my video. Go watch my ten top ten game video. I thought it was pretty funny. I, don't I know. thought it turned out pretty good. Give, I think give some, give some comments and such. I tried to be funny. I I think uh, the Xenoblade stuff was mostly trying to convince Jeremy to buy the game because I think he'd really like it. That's what I was. That was my goal. I was in, hovering in that video. over. The, I was hovering over it on the eShop. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Well, especially like uh, that ending, the ending scene with the where they beat up the Nopon. I thought it was really, <laughs> was really funny. No, it's. I was trying to you know show to you how incredibly cinematic and great that game is because it's got story out the ass. Really, the story's just overflowing everywhere in that game. So if you like uh, RPGs with stories, it's there for you. But uh, yeah, and also um, you know if you like the show. You know we're uh, we're uh, independently funded. Like uh, we we pay for this ourselves, like for the hosting and all that stuff. So if you want to help us out, go to Patreon.com/slash/NintendoMadePodcast. Uh, we have a uh, I don't know twenty some bonus episodes at least. Episode twenty two of Expansion Pack will be out this week, uh, probably the day after this airs. Uh, also, we have other bonus shows on top of that. There's there's our uh, bonus How Is It Now stuff, which is a show that Jess and I do where we talk about old movies and how they are now and all that stuff. And uh, we just did a Wonder Woman episode. We have an episode coming up about our top ten or our, our top five stuff that's not video game related that got us through twenty twenty. That's like going to be a new episode on that. So lots of cool stuff to check out, which you can only see for, you can see for like a dollar a month. You know, it's not it's super cheap. We've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jerry Mikowski. John Nitter. and special guest David Hutchison the Third. And thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next week. See ya. <laughs>